49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the 49ers Cutback War Room because we're about to mock draft and we all have War to come room. to an agreement on who we're going to take. That's going to be tough. This could this could get interesting <laughs> real quick. Very quick. Hope you're ready to lose that wig that you wear on your head. Wig. wig this whole time. The whole time. He's like David Spade and Tommy Boy. Basically, yeah. it might as well be. My word, I didn't even know it was There's a wig. no way your hair is that perfect. You know, gorilla oh, glue. Oh, yikes! It's the first singer of the night, boys! My word, what's going on? David Williams, David Williams says hi, how you doing there? Robbie Swink says hello as well. Hello, nice Uncle Rob, Oh my dog, Rob yeah. Swink. What's going on? Uh, we got a, we got a mock draft. We do. Ladies and germs. So we got, we got ourselves a nice mock draft 1.0. Uh, rules for tonight, pretty, pretty simple. Nothing too crazy. Uh, first up, first and foremost, no trades. Yeah. So the 49ers, us, will be making absolutely no trades. The computer may make some trades. There may be some stuff going on there, and if there are some trades, we'll talk about maybe what the teams did, especially if it may have an impact on what we're going to be doing. Um, but that's the first things first. No trades whatsoever. Yeah, we're going to wait and bring out the trades in the next one because I think it could get real ridiculous. If you see people's mock drafts with trades, they trade down about 20,000 times, pick up 800 picks, and then draft you know 28 players that are never going to make the roster it's like madden <laughs> yeah i was about to say it looks like your madden franchise yeah i mean let's be realistic you're they have 10 selections the likelihood of them making 10 selections is probably not that good you're probably going to use some of those picks to move up you know strategically and pick the guys you want for this one we're going to make those picks but i'm sure the next time the goal will be to draft the top players that we can get in the top like 150 absolutely yeah don't worry we're gonna do it eventually we are but before we get any further into this make sure you hit the like button right now on the stream that way this thing gets pumped out in the youtube algorithm to other people so they can come and join and watch and enjoy this live stream this mock draft or they can watch the replay later in our past live streams folder hit that subscribe button well as well if you're not all subscribed already that notification bell that way every time we do go live or we just post a video you're here you want to be here. That's right. Make sure you're here. Make sure you're part of the conversation. All right. So we'll, we'll get this thing started. We'll start here on this nice little big screen we got here. Uh, so we can see some of the settings already that we have for the draft. Um, obviously, we're going to be the San Francisco 49ers, which we have selected there, down there in the bottom. Um, I can't. I don't know if you can see. Let me see if I can drag this over a little bit. No, I cannot drag it over. That's okay. Uh, oh, that's right. I can go to the large screen here. There we go. Uh, we have rounds, seven rounds selected there right next to my face. It's beautiful. Speed of the draft a little bit slower. Uh, care for positional value. We put that a little bit higher this draft. Uh, we're trying to reduce some of the randomness, I think. Right. I, I think that was all the thing we kind of agreed on. Uh, we see You can see the randomness slider set a little bit lower. And then draft for need about 50-50 because all of us pretty much felt like, for the most part, 
teams typically draft for need about half the time. Yeah, yeah. I think half the teams draft for need and half the teams draft best available player. You meant the uh, seven was beautiful, right? Yeah, definitely not my face. No, we're not talking about my face being beautiful. The seven next to my face okay, just was, was the thing there. That, that beautiful, wonderful round seven. Uh, you guys ready to get this started? Yeah, let's get it going. Chat, are you ready to get this thing going? I can't see anything in the chat. I'm going to assume chat's ready. I'm going to assume we, uh, the chat is ready. I don't see any chats yet. So. I, I don't see many chats at, at all either, but you know what? It's fine. They're just waiting in the chat. Alex Horse chat, so that's cool. he, he did chat. That's weird. That's, that's weird. All right, weird, let's right? get this thing going. We're entering this draft right now. On the clock, as you can see, the Jacksonville Jaguars you getting ready to make taking. their selection. We're going to start this thing off. If, if they don't take Trevor, do we just stop? Trevor Lawrence. No, they, they took Trevor Lawrence there. I mean, is anyone surprised by this? I don't, I don't feel like anyone should no, be surprised. No, I don't think so. Number two, the Jets took Justin Fields. Mm -hmm. Jamar Chase goes at three to the Dolphins. Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons, the inside linebacker to Penn State, goes four. Jalen Waddle goes five. I'm going to tell you, I love me some Micah Parsons, by yeah. the way. I do as well. Penny uh, Sewell is gone. Yep. Shocking. Zach oh, Wilson gone. Devontae Smith Caleb Farley is a little high. Uh, not when you're the Dallas Cowboys and you need. Oh, my. Guys. So there's there's a lot going on there. Uh, Penny uh, Sewell fell all the way to eight. That is inc crazy insane. I'd have rather he fell to 12. Devontae yeah. Smith there at seven to the Lions. Sounds about right. Zach Wilson goes to the Eagles makes after that trade. Now. Absolutely makes yeah. sense. Um, Kyle Pitts goes to the Broncos there at 9, Caleb Farley there at 10, and then Rashawn Slater, the tackle to Northwestern, at 11 to the Giants, which also kind of makes sense. So that now puts us up on the clock. So there's one name that sticks out right away. And, well, and, I think there's two, right? Because there's Trey Lance and then there's Mac Williams. A hundred percent. There's there's Trey Lance and there's Mac Williams. Um, let's Trey let's Williams. pull through some of this here. Let's, let's scroll down. Mac just, Jones. Sorry, Mac, Jones, Mac Jones, Jones, excuse me. Uh, so you have Trey Lance there. Kaywoody Pay as well. Um, and then Christian Barrymore. I don't think a lot of us are super high on Christian Bar Barrymore there. No. Not, I don't I don't want to draft an interior. Actually, the highest guy on my board right there in that group is Patrick Sertan. Uh, I believe Patrick Sertan is the highest as well in mine. Um, but I do have Trey Lance not that far behind him there. Um, in this spot at 12. Well, but, let's be realistic. If Trey Lance is sitting there... You can make a nice trade for someone that Right now, him. the Bears are desperate to come up and take Trey Lance or Mac Jones. And even New and, England. In fact, if you give even New England look, might be, honestly. The Vikings here want to trade with us really badly. That's that's interesting. Uh, the Bears are here as well, and you can see the Bears at 20 would want to trade up about 10 spots there and, and try and get themselves And we would be spot. able to get the hole like Todd McShay talked about. But we Absolutely. can't trade. No trades. Um. I do not want to draft Trey Lance. No, I think everyone, I think a lot of 49er fans would like to draft Trey Lance here. I don't want to draft At him. At 12, no. No. And, in fact, the the only guy in that list that I'm really, I'm really interested to either draft Patrick Sertan or a defensive edge rusher. Um, is I think Gregory it's a Russo early. still there? He is still going to be there, I believe. Yeah. We can pull it Check up just to rusher. be sure. We can pull up those edge rushers. Um, see, I think that's a yeah. good. See, I rate Russo above both Owa and Quiddy Pay. I don't I do know if I. Well. I don't know if I have him above Quiddy Pay. I know it's. I think it's close. Oh, but gosh. Russo, Russo there, Russo. I do like Russo there. I'm yeah. low on Quiddy Pay. Um, and I, and I think the thought process here for most of us is that I, I think as much as we all would like to go Check DB, out corners too. as much as we'd like to go DB here. Oh, I put both of them in there. We don't want. We don't want both. We just want one of them. Um. 
as much as I like corners here, there are some guys on this list that I like almost as much as Sertan that we can get a little bit later. Yeah. If 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 this exact scenario came up, I would want to trade back. Yes. Um, to me, 12 is not the sweet spot that everyone makes it sound like. It is the sweet spot for trades. But since we have to make a pick, I think we need to decide if we want to go corner, Patrick Sertan or J.C. Horn are the two <laughs> options at corner. Edge rusher, we have those. We have those possibilities. I do not like Quiddy Pay, so I will not. I will not be going with. I do not want to go with Quiddy Pay. My my personal feeling is that Farley is the corner you would want there. That's worth that pick, and I think Gregory Russo. On my board, this is a Gregory Russo. If you're not trading, Gregory but. Russo is lower on my board than Aziz Aljulari. Just so everyone knows, so that we are going to have to come to an agreement on somebody. So the question is, do we want to do that, or do we, is there still an offensive tackle that we might want to choose? Is you know Rashawn Slater still available? No, Slater is gone. Picked. He's gone. He okay. was one of the first ones gone. You have Darishaw. Darishaw, I don't go into Tevin the Jenkins and Elijah yeah, Vera Tucker. I, don't, I, I have, have Darishaw and Vera Tucker in the mid to late twenties. All right, so I, I think it comes down to whether we want to go edge or corner. What I think I think we need to go edge. We yeah. need to go edge. I think we should go edge here. So are we going to go Russo? I have Russo above Aziz Aljawari. So do I. On my list here. All right. I, I, I'm just going to tell you guys you guys are wrong, but we can draft <laughs> him. Um, Ojul- uh, I'll tell people why, though. Ojulari is a speed rusher off the edge. I think that um, Russo may translate more to the inside. He reminds me more of a little bit of a more athletic Buckner. I don't think he's that much different than he is you know, stature-wise. He's putting on size. He didn't play this year. Ojolari is a speed rusher from the outside. Yes, he fits more in a 3-4 scheme, but I think this is the D4 replacement because of the speed. But we can go with Gregory Russo. I don't hate him. I like him. I just don't like him as much as Aziz Ojolari. In fact, I'm not even sure I like Gregory Russo as much as Jalen Phillips. I mean, that, while See, that is, I like Jalen Phillips, but to me, he's an early second what, round guy. What about your boy Collins I love, here? I absolutely love Zayvon Collins. I don't think there's any way they would take him at 12. Okay, all right. I, but I, I think he may be the he he may be like one of the greatest sleepers in the pit in the draft. I, I'm no fine with about. either Russo or Ajilari. David Williams here is thinking we need to definitely go cornerback or D line. He's thinking we need those things yeah. heavy. Uh, excuse me, O line. I think is what it says. Oh, he thinks O line. O line. So he's going to wait to go edge rush. I, I don't think we. I don't think O line is a, a pick you're going to take here unless it's Rashawn Slater, uh, or. God forbid something happens and, and you get Pene Sol yeah. there at 12. <laughs> well, if Pene Sol was even close, yes. Yeah. And, but I think that besides Pene Sol, Slater, because he can play guard and tackle, but there's guys you can get in the second, third, fourth round to play interior line. Mm-hmm. And Darisol would be too early at in, that spot. if you're not in the 20s. I can tell you right now, if on draft day, if we are live, if – Penesol falls to twelve. I will flip this table. If, if he if he falls to ten, I think there's there's rumblings that maybe you trade up. If he gets to eight, where Carolina's at, yeah, I think you're trying to trade up to get him. I think so. Well, 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 that's another mock draft though. That's another mock draft. Let's go with the safe one. We'll go with the one Gregory Rousseau. We got All two right. of us here who are comfortable with him okay. a little bit higher on our board. We'll take Gregory Rousseau there at twelve. The Chargers are now on the clock. They are going to be picking. And they are going to be taking, it looks like defensive interior line is what they need. So we got Sertan, Trey Lance to New England. They took Christian Barrymore, Patrick Sertan. Bad pick by the Cardinals. <laughs> Patrick Sertan Bateman goes. to the Raiders. Look at that. My That's word. a little early. That's a Raider pick. 
a little bit. Mac Jones, I see that to Chicago. Chicago needs him. That's why we could have traded back to 20. Yep. And New England took Trey Lance there at that And if spot. we would have traded back to 20, we still could have got an edge rusher that we wanted. Mm-hmm. Rondale Moore at 22 seems and, early. Or J.C. Horn, who went... Yep, J.C. Horn to the Pittsburgh Steelers to replace Joe Hayden, hey, which makes sense. See, I would be fine with your guy, Ajilari, at 20. If Russo went above that, Kyle Trask and getting extra picks. Yeah, that's early. That's very, very early. Asante Samuel in the first round. I that's think that's early. early for him too. Absolutely. Zayvon Collins goes end of two. Man, what a pick for uh, Tampa Bay there. See, that, to me, that's a little high for Raidens as well because I think he's going to be an interior guy in the pros. Well, well he is, take... he's going to be a guard, but he's probably the best overall guard. You think he's he... better than Wyatt Davis? Uh. Maybe not. <laughs> so Leather, Leatherwood went. Carlos Basham there. I, I like Carlos Basham a lot. I think I still think that's really early there, early second for him. I, I see him more as a, as a mid to late round, second round pick. Right. Um. Any any names here? Let's kind of go back up to us. Any names here that you're surprised by that were taken uh, by some of these mm. these teams in this in this first mock draft? Um. The one. So the first standout is I think that's too high for Rashad Bateman, but it's something the Raiders would do. It's a little. I think it's a little shocking to me because John Gruden seems to like a little bit more of the speed guys, and I don't think Bateman's the speed guy. I think Rondell Moore to the Titans is kind of surprising. I mean, he's not really a fit for what they do. They're a run first team, and then he's a quick receiver. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't really work out there, in See, my opinion. Well, especially with them needing, as it shows here, it shows them needing guards and an edge rusher. There are some edge rushers there that you can take at that spot right. uh, who are available. I'm a little shocked by that as well. Um, Anyone else here that we're looking at that you um, guys I think are Tevin at? Jenkins is an interesting pick at 27. Correct. I mean, it's it's that's a smidge early. But it, they're going to need a tackle because Orlando Brown has made it very clear he does not want to play right tackle next year. Correct. So either him or Ronnie Stanley is going to have to go. Absolutely. Until they both line up because they're not going to move him. You know, I wouldn't. You don't think they're going to move him at all? No. I mean, I, I, it, it would be kind of silly to do that, I think. Um but you know, I mean, he hasn't made huge money. He's not sitting out. Correct as well. Elijah Vera Tucker there at thirty-one. I think that's a really good. That'd be a nice pickup. It's a really good. I would take Wyatt Davis. Though. I, I would imagine that he, he might this, play tackle. Why? Well, I, I was to say, I imagine, I imagine this take here for the Chiefs is going to end up being a guard position and not a tackle, most likely. I think he, it'll be a tackle because they have so? Fisher injured his Achilles. He might Correct. miss the entire twenty twenty one season. Correct. That's true. That's a long. But they injury. do have two tackles that held out that are coming back. That's that's true. But this is a first round talent. Also true as well. Also true as well. Uh, Zayvon Collins there at for thirty two for the Bucks. One of my I favorite think that's guys. a great pick. I think for that's them. a huge pick for them. And I think he fits everything. They I do. think he fits the things that they do as well. But I'm a little concerned as to how he's going to play. What do you mean? How's he going to play? Uh, how's he going to get on the field with the with the linebacking core they already have in place? They have a free agent linebacker. I mean, so they're replacing him. <sighs> I guess. We'll yeah. see. We'll I mean, see. you can't teach that size, speed, athleticism. True I mean, as well. New England is not picking a quarterback in the first round. No way for Miss Megan Davidson. I don't Megan think so D. either. I, I agree. Don't, I don't think they are either. But, again, this thing has a need set at a certain rate, so the computer is going to select yeah. that quarterback for New England. Uh, let's get this thing resumed. Yep. Eagles are on the clock at 37 there. They go Travis Etienne. I think that's the first running back off the board. Jalen Phillips, Phillips in the second round. I really like Jalen Phillips, uh, especially there at that spot. That's not a bad Me one. Too. Pat Fryermuth goes a little earlier than I think he should go. Uh, Samuel Cosme 
and Walker Little back-to-back tackles. Walker Little there is a little surprising, and that's that's, high. that's also tackle that's tackle very high. tackle tackle Walker. for the Giants. Giants went Slater in the first round, and then go Walker Little in the second round. Giants I have, need the big people. I have Walker Little <laughs> going in the fourth round. If I took him. so right now is the right it, it Wyatt. Was, we have holy shnikes at at oh my gosh yeah do we 35. go interior line we got probably you know we got Landon Dickerson the center Wyatt Davis at guard I, mean, I don't think you can let Wyatt Davis pass you if you were to fall to here you can't but you can't let who pass Wyatt, Wyatt Davis. Davis I don't think you can let him pass at thirty five either or, yeah 43. forty three excuse me I don't think that's possible either. Because um, there are some names in here that I I really really like. Agreed. Jevin Holland is one of those names, and you kind of brought him up to me as well. Yeah. Um. He he is a very talented. Quarterback. Yeah, I like him too. Um. But, oof, man, I I don't know. My favorite player in the second round is a uh, edge rusher, and we already drafted one, so we're not going to draft. Who him is that? What edge rusher is that? Uh, Tryon from Washington. Ah. Uh, okay. Joe Tryon. Yep. That that he's my favorite edge rusher in the second round, but since we already went. Gregory Russo in the first. We're not going to go tro- Joe Tryon right now. So I, th- I think we have to go Wyatt Davis because I think a lot of us have Wyatt Davis as a first-round talent. I, I or, like or Wyatt dang Davis. Close. I like Wyatt Davis. I like Landon Dickerson. I'm okay with either one of those guys. Because I just think – I think that our biggest need is going to be right guard. So Why is that the biggest need? Because I think this is – I'm assuming we don't get Weston Richard back. If we get Weston Richard back, I don't know. But I think Brunskill is going to play center if... Well, Brunskill play... If we have a center, Brunskill plays guard. If we have a guard, Brunskill plays center. I don't think it's a real question of Brunskill being on the field. Wyatt Davis is better than Brunskill, though. I agree. I would agree with but that as well. But also, Weston Richburg is better than a lot of these guys. So, <sighs> if we're choosing between Dickerson and Wyatt Davis, I'm going Wyatt Davis. I would agree as well. I think that's the I think that's the comfort level for everybody is Wyatt Davis there at that spot. Yeah. So, we're going to pull the trigger on Wyatt Davis guard from Ohio State. Dallas is now up on the clock next. They take sure. Terrence Marshall Jr. That's a little bit of a surprise. So we'll just pause it what at the end of the second round and go over the yeah. picks. We'll definitely do that. Um mm-hmm. I, I I like the fact that Y Davis is there. I think you could see a situation where if the Niners end up do end up trading back at twelve, that they get uh, another pick in this second round that they could they could add to their arsenal this year. Mm-hmm. Maybe get a second this year and a first next year, potentially, or even a late first this year and maybe a, an early third. I think there's going to be a lot of talent in those spots. I think Chicago is going to be desperate to move so up too. in the first round and get a so quarterback. Well. And if even one of those guys is available. Um, they're going to want to come up, and I think McShay laid it out perfectly. If the the you know just flopping first round picks this wow. year, second round pick, and then next year a first to second round pick, so Niners to get a haul and then be able to kind of move around. I agree. We're going to pause it so here. Uh, we'll pause Marvin it here. Wilson going second round. Woo, that's pretty. Uh, it's pretty high there. We'll go back to the back to the top after us. Uh, Dallas Cowboys go Terrence Marshall. A little bit of surprise at the wide receiver, the wide receiver addition there to their. Yeah, to their I don't core. see the Dallas going wide receiver. I don't don't. I think that would be. I think there'd be pitches, uh, <laughs> pitches, pitchforks, <laughs> pitchforks. I was struggle busing there. Uh, Landon Dickerson there at forty five, not a shock. Uh, anyone here that you guys are looking at that surprises you a little bit? 
I mean, this is kind of you got people drafting for need. I would be pretty upset if Javon Holland got to the Seahawks there in the second round. Yeah, yeah that would be a little upsetting as well. Um, but it's a good pick. It's a great. It's a great pick. Uh, I I don't really see anything here that kind of except like, for Marvin Wilson. Marvin Wilson's a little shocking. I did enjoy uh right here the Dolphins taking Aleem McNeil. If you haven't watched this guy's tape, go watch it. It is impressive. He is incredible. He's extremely explosive off the ball. His first couple of steps. Uh, he just looks like a, a little tank. He's a little on the shorter side. Uh, but man, his tape is a whole heck of a lot of fun. I will also be surprised if New England drafts Diami Brown. A receiver in the second round. I don't see them going receiver in the second round after Nikhil Harry. No. I, I look for them to probably try to get someone later on in the draft. That's just kind of what they do. I, I agree with that as well. Uh, I agree with that as well. All right, so let's reset this thing. Let's re- restart it, excuse me, anyway. Resume so this draft. Round. We're in the third round now. Jaguars on the clock. Paris they go with Ford. safety, Paris Ford. Uh, Javante Williams is off the board, running back. No, he's into the third round. That is a little surprising there to me, the fact that Javante, the Jets would take Javante Williams before Najee Harris. Uh, fit. Scheme fit because running a little bit more similar to the Niners offense. Yeah. Looking for the speed guy. Makes sense. Makes sense. Malafonu, a guy that you and I are both pretty high on. Ant. Yep. Cisco. It's time to unleash the dragon. Eric Stokes. The a big fan of Eric Stokes. Cornerback out of Georgia. Is that JJ's brother? Totally JJ Stokes' brother. Absolutely. Tommy Tohia. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Giants go wide receiver. K. Johnson there. That's a little, a little suspect. Patriots forfeited because your team cheats, Megan. <laughs> Creed Humphrey. Creed Humphrey's gone. <clears throat> Creed Humphrey. I know a lot of people are very high on Creed Humphrey. Absolutely. Jamie Newman to the Washington football team. I can see that. Good also. I still think that's early for him, but I you know, as well. is what it is. Darden. <laughs> oh, that's the guy from North Texas. That guy's Davis pretty good. Mills. Davis Mills. Don't In- see it. Interesting take there. There's Kenneth Joe Gainwell. Tryon made it all the way to the third round. Wow. That's, a, that's nice because that he's, he's a guy that you're in the second. There goes Benjamin St. Juice. I'm a little surprised by that there in the third. I think he's a third. I think he is too. I'm just surprised that they have him going there to Minnesota. I figured that would be a Browns pick. Oh, could be. Browns went back-to-back Ed Rudger in this one. Brevin Jordan. Jordan. <clears throat> Chargers, that's a good that's That'd a good be move. a great value pick right there. Well, especially Absolutely. Hunter Henry's a free agent. Correct. Jordan Smith, a guy that I'm a big fan of oh. at a UAB and you are as well, and I love him. Love that guy as well, especially in this round. That would have been nice a nice grab there to get. I do see two names right off the get-go on the board right now that both of you are oh, huge man. fans of. Demetric like Felton, of a guy that you have projected round three yeah. ant that you love to death. Amon Ross St. Brown, a receiver that Horst, if you watched our wide receiver uh, ranking special, Horst has him in his top five receivers in this draft class and in the 49ers scheme to fit. Um, those are two really good guys there. It's also a, a, gar, a center here. Oh, my God. We're a fan of Quinn Miners. Yeah. He's, he, he lifts the belly out. Right around, this, what, right around in this area as well. Quincy Roche and another guy that's on both of our big boards that we Look like Dylan a lot. Moses down here. Dylan Moses, linebacker out of Alabama, big fan of, big fan I of. I like Cornwell Powell as well. Cornwell Powell. I will, you, I will say this. I Powell. think it's a little early to go receiver. I do as well at this point. And I think it's, we can't go interior line since we already did go interior line. Correct. I don't think we can do that again. I don't want to go running back, even though I love Demetric Felton. I do not want to go running back in round three. Correct. I think we need to address 
the um, we need to get a good value pick here. Okay. We might need to look at the cornerback position, possibly. I mean, I'm willing to look at other things, but I think there's... There's your boy Trill Williams, and we have him. I love Trill Williams because I think he would be a great nickel corner at the mm-hmm. next level. Um, he's a playmaker. He finds the ball from Syracuse. This guy, he, he hits hard. He He's a good player, and I like him in that place. I know you guys weren't huge on Sean Wade, but Sean Wade's somebody that I like as well. But in the third round is different than we're talking for. Or right. excuse me, we're in the third round. Yeah. yeah. In the third round, Sean Wade has a lot of value. Correct. I meant as a high pick. I, right. don't want Sean, I do have guys I like later on, and I think we probably need to address the cornerback position more than once. I agree as well with that. With so that do, we, do we want to go corner in the third round and address it again later we have we can. we're gonna go 15 picks from now we're gonna have another well, choice let's I, be honest they have zero corners on their roster at the moment correct so and and picking gonna, up two is i'm gonna be 100 honest i got some some corners later in the draft too that i'm a big fan of and that are on that list as well um you had brought up and mentioned keith taylor as well um late in the seventh late probably. in the seventh yeah. that's not a bad take i watched some of his film after i saw your list uh i, I liked him there I, I did like a lot of things that i saw what did you think about uh Israel Makunu from uh, South Carolina. I didn't watch a whole lot, but I did like some of the things that I saw out of him, a few of the things. Um, he doesn't get beat a lot. And he's 6'4", he's like 205, 210. He's, he's got to put some weight on his frame. A little bit. He, the physicality isn't there yet for him, yeah. but you don't have to worry about people like picking size-wise on him. And I think the physicality based on his frame and everything else that he already has like built in, I think the physicality portion can come with it because he's not. You don't watch film and walk away and think soft. Yeah. You just watch film and think he's got a little bit more than he needs yeah. to add on. What happened now? Our guy Jason Hill's uh, comment and said nothing named Cornwell ever. Yikes! Big yikes. Um. Anyway, that's beside the point. I think there's there's a lot of good corners right here, right here in this spot. Kerry Vincent is a guy that I had brought up and talked to you guys. He did. He led the SEC in pass defense and pass breakups in 2019. I, do you think it will be early for him, though, considering I think, we're at pick 102? <clears throat> we're, at pick, we're at pick 102 in the third. I think he's probably closer to a fourth, mid-fourth round talent. I don't think you take him here. I do like Trill Williams. I do like Sean Wade. Um, unless you, you're really feeling Israel. Not this early. Okay. Then I, I would, think my feeling on Kerry Vincent he plays with good technique, and he's all out and all that, but he's not a top-level athlete. Right. No, he's not a top-level athlete, but we, we've seen some 49ers. Oh, I didn't say he won't be good. Yeah. I'm just – He could be. That pushes him down the board. I think he's a, it's a, a little bit of a risk, and the fact that he didn't play this year also brings up some some red flags and some concerns as well because you don't have tape on him this year, so you don't know if, how much he's developed, if at all. Yeah. Um. And and the cornerback mm-hmm. position is one of those positions where, where as a receiver – you can go run routes against air, or you can go run routes against Joe Schmo and at least get the comfort level. Um, not playing a year of college football and then coming into NFL wide receiver speed uh, is a whole different ballgame. Maybe we should take KNDR Collectibles' advice and not draft a corner, just sign the lockdown corner Brian Allen. Big yikes. I know who that is. <laughs> I don't know who it is, but I'm... He's related to me. I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah, we definitely want the trash... We want that's the trash Caleb. can. We want the trash can. Caleb, that's a good one. 100% I like it, want the trash can. Um, uh, what are you guys' f- thoughts here on Sean Wade and Troll Williams? Where, where are you feeling? I like them both. I think Sean Wade has the ability to play inside and outside. I think 
Trill Williams is more nickel corner. Okay. So if we want somebody that has more versatility, I would say we go with Sean. I Wade. would go Wade before Williams, but both guys have a lot of potential. All right. I think the consensus is in. I was fine with either one of these guys. It sounds like Sean Wade is the pick, and Sean Wade is the pick there. Round three, pick 102. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown goes immediately after that to the Rams. That doesn't actually surprise me. That seems like a pretty good fit there yeah, for him. Yeah, they need Robert Woods part two. They do. Um, they just a nice big run of receivers there off the board. Uh, some cornerbacks going right after that, so it's a good it's a good thing Powell. that we took the corner when we took the corner. Dylan Moses falls to the fourth round. Demetric Felton falls into the fourth and goes to the Bengals. That's a good take there. Quincy Rocher. That's a really good pick there in two, round two. four for the Panthers. If he's there in round four, oh, oh my lord, Dave, your Cowboys just got a big time guy. They did get a big time guy. Deontay Brown goes after that as well as a guy that's starting to move up a little bit on my boards, just a smidge. Um, okay, guys, linebackers available, best available, some linebackers. You have Trey Smith here, mm-hmm. uh, a guy that I have fairly high on my board, uh, 22. That wouldn't be a bad take another, necessarily. Another guard? We just took a guard. Yeah. I know. We, I don't think we can. Troll Williams is still available Troll here. Troll Williams is still available. See, I, I wouldn't hate taking corners back-to-back here because of how much the Niners need Okay, them. I'm going to bring this up. When do we have to draft a quarterback? Do let's, we have to? Let's, Is that the rule? Let's because see who, of, out of those guys, Shane Bichelle, and it's not close to me. Shane Bichelle and Sam Ellinger, I think. I, no, I, Sam Ellinger went to Texas. They're I think, yes. Um, the other guy that I like is Kroon, but he doesn't seem to be on PFF's board. He was earlier. Yeah, Dustin Crum. He'll come up eventually. Dustin yeah, Crum. Ian needs to book a flight home. That's He's not, not nice. playing oh, Why isn't he on there? He's not on here at all. So he, unless someone, he was on there yesterday. Unless someone took him, which would have been crazy, and we just somehow nuts. missed it. Okay. Um, uh, I think you can, but I think you wait until round five. So okay, I, I just want you, you to know. You I, just want, I just wanted to. Bring I just want up, you to know. Cowboys took my guy. They did. They did take your guy. They did take your guy. Um, I mean, when I'm looking can at, can you my... look at the interior line, please, Alex? I don't think we need to go. There's a, no. There's there. a guy I'm looking at. I just want to see where they have him ranked. If he's on here, name? Yeah, he ain't even on here. What's his name? David Moore. Yeah, he's not even on there. He's gonna. Probably could be considered an undrafted guy. Who's in yeah. the senior bowl? Well, yeah. he still could be undrafted. Um, so the question is, do we want to just take the best available player? Do we want to draft on need? I think uh, I feel like here this is this is one of those spots where you could go best available, but I think we end up stacking at a position that we necessarily might not. I think need. what we learned is we might not want to go guard as high as we want guard. Except for the guard that we went. Is a stud, yeah. Um, I I think we may need to address some need here, right? So mm-hmm. let's let's look at receivers. Let's see what we got. You Nico. have Nico Collins there. You have Amari Rogers. Oh, I just like Nico. Um, I still think we wait. I think they go lower than I think this. You for Shai well. Smith or I, um, I don't think you have to take any of these guys here. So, or your boy Marquez. Uh, you still can wait on all of those guys. I um, think we wait for a tight end. Wait there as well. I don't think we go running back. I was gonna what throw, about safety? I was going to throw Kyle. You all know I love me some Talanoa Hufanga. <laughs> I like Hufanga, but not, not this. That a much. little lower. I, and this. I don't like any of these first safeties up here on the board. The first three I'm not fans of. Yeah. Um, and the guys that I do like. I like a Stearns. Bit. Stearns, but he's going to fall. It's 174 yeah. is what his rank is. No the, one's going to come up and take him that early. The guys I like aren't even there. I like Nazaldine. He's not there. Yep. Um. 
I think we can definitely wait here, hundred mm-hmm. percent. So let's see what else. Um, if you just go look at best available, you have linebacker here from Georgia, uh, guard from Illinois. I don't think any of us want to go interior. No nope. line here. Uh, linebacker, maybe. Uh, what about interior defensive line? Is anyone feeling? Nope. No, on not that. Really, not those. Not and the way we've been developing. Look at the free look at the two guys there. What college they're from? And I'm saying no. So did Robert Jones, offensive lineman, get drafted yet? Did go down? He's right there. Right there. Robert yeah. Jones, Middle Tennessee. I like him. I think he could play guard and tackle, but I don't know if I'm wanting to draft him after we just drafted a guard. I I think we already took guys in the last two drafts that are like this. Mm-hmm. So to me, it wouldn't make sense to add another player to that. So this for us, then, this would normally be a spot where you want to trade back and try and get some more value somewhere else. Um, we can't do that. Is there an edge rusher here that we really, really are in love with that probably won't be around for our next pick? I like Patrick Jones, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I like him enough, uh, especially after just adding Gregory Russo. Yeah. Um, and I like some guys that come up. Um, Patrick Johnson. Love Patrick Johnson. I like Patrick Johnson. I don't love Love him. Patrick Johnson. I don't love him. I don't love him. him. I like Jonathan Cooper more than him, to be okay. honest. Well, I like fair him. enough. But Amilcar Rashad also as well. Yeah. I don't like his first name. Raymond Johnson. I like him. He's fairly talented as well. But we can get him way late. True. And same thing with William Bradley King. I think he's extremely raw. Not polished at all, but yeah. he's got a lot. The size on that dude, watching him at senior uh, on the senior day, Bradley King. Oh man, he is a big boy. He's a big boy. Um, okay, I mean, I, I, I don't think. Uh, I, I think it's. I think it's coming down to best available, right? I, I, I honestly believe because it's a position of need, we might stack corner. That's what I was thinking. <sighs> if you can't, you seem can't. very stressed. All right. I think you guys were both very high on Trill Williams. So we go Trill still Williams. There. If we go Trill Williams, then we've got a slot yep. nickel corner. We've got a outside John guy Wade that can play outside if needed. Now, of course, these aren't the guys I want, but I think my guy I wanted is he gone? Who? Look at the corners. Is this the corner? This position? is the corner. Position. Who is it? That's that's who I really want right there. Even more than Trill Williams in this spot. Um, Do you think he's a more complete? Well, player? not in this spot. That's why I'm saying maybe we push and wait for Israel. And he play. He's an outside corner. I don't know. Trill Williams is a baller, though. He is a baller. He is a baller. There's another guy too that's on your list, Ant, that you're a fan of. It I is. Mean, I like him too. Diomador. I like him. Diomador Lenore. He's another name. guy that fits what you know we're looking for. Yep. Another guy as well that's on my list, Shamar J. Gene Charles. Watched him. Hated I, him. You didn't like it at all. Absolutely hated oh, him. Oh my lord. He may be the worst. Nay, Sean Wright. I don't know about that. I love the physicality that he plays with. Dude, hey. he stands still. He doesn't. He, doesn't, he is tall. He gets very. He is very tall a lot of the time. I he don't. He sits back and like doesn't it, press. He doesn't. He doesn't do anything to make ground on the ball. Uh, he presses on the it. ball pretty well. Oh, no, I like oh, that. I don't like that. Matt Burgo says. Draft all UCF because they're the real national champs. <laughs> and now, um, that's not a bad idea, Matt. That's not. So we just have to decide if we want to go Trill Williams or do we reach on a quarterback? I don't say we re- don't reach on a quarterback. <laughs> you don't want to take Shane Bichelle here? No, it's too early. <laughs> too early. It is too early. Too much. Uh, come on, it's a fourth round. It so is. I think it's uh, the edge rusher or it's corner. Corner. Okay. And we have to decide if we want to go Trill Williams 
or Israel. I think it might be too early for would you Israel. Want, would you rather have Patrick Jones or would you rather have Troll Williams? Troll Williams. Troll Williams. There it is. Agreed. All right. Troll Williams it is, boys. There's the pick. I'm not that huge on Patrick Jones. He's solid, but I'm not, like, in love with him. Yeah. So we got Kendrick Green. We got some We got some interesting stuff about to happen, I think. Oh, yeah. Very, Always. very interesting. Ambry Thomas. Ambry Thomas I didn't like there. him. Not a huge fan. Trey Smith there to the Jay Texans. Tufelli. That's that's Hey, a your cousin take. Jay likes the Dolphins. They picked Jay Tufelli. That's There you go, JJ. Rad. <laughs> it's rad. It's totally yeah, Matt rad. Burgos, we picked the we skipped the Michigan corner Ambry cuz he's not very good. <laughs> oh, I mean, big yikes. I think it's fit. You know, a lot of times too when you look at these guys, you're looking at certain things and fit. And I just think with Sean Wade and you know, and Trill, we got guys that can play inside and outside. Yeah. And Trill and more so inside, but Sean Wake can play both. Both come from big programs. You true. know, Ohio State, Sean Wade, you know. I mean, Michigan, big program, but. Absolutely. Kellen Mond, the Kellen Brady Mond. replacement, huh? Interesting. Another good pick, Dave. Kerry Vincent. We know that's not really the Cowboys picking. <laughs> Dude, but how many corners are the Cowboys going to draft in the last two drafts? There goes Chuba Hubbard. Interesting pick right there. That's a good pick for four. Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. I think. That is a really good pick for Pittsburgh. They got to do something Nico about Collins. Their backs. By interesting, Nico I just mean it caught by. Sure. Yeah, caught your eye. Patrick Johnson going Made top it all of the, the fifth. Way to the fifth. That's. Uh, that's about where I had him fourth. Oh, so well, we weren't going to take a third corner. No. So. I mean, unless we do with somebody in the seventh round or that something That you're taking like a that. fly on. Trey Sermon, huh? All the way in round five. Josh Myers finally off the that's board of the pick. Panthers. I'm a fan of Josh Myers. <laughs> Frank sucks. He, oh, man, that's rude. But, I mean, he's not very good. Okay. Oh, my God. I got picked one pick before us. Who's that? Tolano Hufunga. Okay. All right, all right. We're in round five, pick 156. So who's going on? Uh, right we still right. have one, two, three, four, five, six more picks left. We have six left, to, six left, including this pick. So uh, I know you guys both are big fans of Marquez Stevenson. I'm not saying to pick him here. What <clears> I'm asking both of you is where do you I saw him too. Because I, that's who I was thinking right there, Kylan Kylan Hill. Hill. But where do you guys see them able to pick Marquez Stevenson? It's kind of surprising to me. I I figured based on the speed alone that would jump him into the third round. It's looking like in most mock drafts he's going in rounds five through late six. Late six. So Marquez, I wouldn't reach on. Even though I have him in my top five, I think I still wouldn't reach there. I'd push it back and and wait. So we don't have to go quarterback here. No. But do we go running back? Do we go wide receiver because we got Shy Smith, we've got, you know, our running backs that we like. Personally, I don't think you can let Kylan Hill get past you here, but yeah, I really like what he does on tape. His tape is he's very he does a lot of good stuff. Uh, Matt Burgo says that Ambry's not good like the Niners aren't good. Oh, okay, hmm, interesting. Yep. He's also asking why we why we didn't grab a quarterback in the draft. Um, and that's because we still have a guy on the board that we like, and he's going to be available here shortly, and we'll probably be taking him. We may not take him with our next pick. It may be the pick after that. I think he still might be so available. I still think go that to this receivers? guy's left better than Jared Goff, and that's Matt Burgos' quarterback. There you go. That's true. If you go to receivers, where do they have um, Stevenson ranked? So let's look he's at – He's below Shai Smith. He is below Shai Smith. I'm just curious where they have him ranked. They have him down here at Woo! 211. 
That's so a six just above Trevon Grimes. No, I'm just curious. And I, with I consider where they Grimes seem. a seventh. Because, and my reasoning for seeing Stevenson down in like this, like him too. down in like the Rico. sixth round, Josh Adams. Oh, you like both of these guys, right? Yeah, I know fans. why you like Josh. It's because he went to USC first. No, you know why I like him? Because he reminds me of uh, Muhammad Sanu. Yeah. To me, body style, the way he runs routes, Muhammad Sanu. Agreed. I mean, it's not, it's not a, it's not a bad one. So, do we go receiver? Goff is going to die in Detroit, according to Matt Burgos. <laughs> I, I think that's accurate. Um, um, Mike Burgos says we trade for Mariota, then we don't need to draft a quarterback. Big yikes! Uh, big, 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 gigantic, fat yikes! I'd rather have Jameis. Shy I'd rather have Shy Smith there. I like Kylan Hill. I like also. What are your guys' thoughts? I, you guys know how I feel about um the receiver position. And and just adding depth con- constantly and consistently, I, I I like Shai Smith there. I don't know if he's as dynamic as what I, I would like. Another thing you need but to consider is, a good receiver. is, is a either of them receiver. going to be available seventeen picks from now? I would say Kylan Hill probably. If there was going to be someone available, is probably going to be Kylan Hill because I could see I could the sad part is I could see the Eagles taking a receiver here on this next in the next spot. I can see the Patriots taking a receiver. Um, I can see potentially well, the, the Cardinals. Went, uh, the Patriots went receiver already. They still may go again. True. They, they still may go again there. There's a lot of teams here who could take receiver before us. I don't see as many of these teams taking running backs. So there is a chance if you go Shy Smith here that you get Kylan Hill here in a little bit in, as you just said, 17 picks. Um, but in the next 30 picks, are we going to be able to draft a quarterback? Yes, absolutely. I don't okay. think anyone's taking Shane. Well, Bich- I am Bichon okay. I, we I, still have the two guys on our board that we like are still there. Yeah, and they're projected at one eighty-eight and one ninety, and we have a pick at one eighty-two and one seventy-three. All right, so I say we go either Shy Smith or Kylan Hill. I'm leading Shy Smith here. All right, then let's go Shy Smith. You know he's one of my guys, so I will gladly go Shy. Baller Smith. alert. Shy Smith there at one fifty-six. <clears throat> Paulson Adebo. Can Kylan Hill Wiggins, make it? Wiggins is a bad pick. How did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Milton Williams. Milton Williams goes. That's a great name. Tiamador. That's Lenore. a good pick. Lenore, absolutely. Like Stupid Arizona. Sorry, right, Shai Smith's going to work you. Malik Herring there in round five. That's not a, that's not a terrible Cody take. I'm not a big fan of his speed, Jackson. though. Jackson. Let's see if Chauncey Goldson. I like Chauncey Goldson. Not a bad pick there either. Cooper's Cooper, a guy I like. I think Cooper's better than Goldson, actually. Oh, in Seattle, Caden took your Stearns. guys. Then there. And I there goes Kylan Hill at Baltimore. I knew he wouldn't make it. So it didn't work. It didn't work out there. But I don't think it would have worked out. It doesn't look like we would have gotten one either way because they took receiver here. Um, oh, we definitely wouldn't have got Shy Smith. We wouldn't have got Shy yeah. Smith. I think, if, I think one of these other teams probably takes Shy Smith. If uh, if we hadn't taken him and tried to get and took Kylan Hill there, uh, so we definitely weren't going to get both of those guys in that spot. We're at one seventy three now. Nice job, Alex. You just cost us the championship. Uh, my my apologies. Um, anyone here that we are Go down farther in love with, gentlemen. No one I'm in love with, to be honest with you. And Ooh. I would not reach up here for Hamil Carr. I don't think this would be a bad spot to go, Shane Michelle, but. This isn't a bad spot. It's it's really not a bad spot. Do we like Shane Bichelle better than Sam Ellinger? I do personally, but I don't know. <sighs> Sam Ellinger is... did beat Shane, Shane Bichelle out for the job. So yeah. I mean, there's a reason they're only two spots away in rankings. Correct, and they're that close. Yeah. 
I remember there was a coach, Ernest, in Thunder. Yeah. He was interesting. That's true. Ah, uh, oh, man. Oh, oof. Uh, uh. Do we take Are one here and five? Here's there? the thing. I think we could probably still we could still probably wait and get one of these quarterbacks. And maybe they'll take the decision off our hands for us. Yeah, but who is the guy that you're going I don't to draft see anyone over I'd... a quarterback as far as value? Unless you guys the guy Marquez Stevenson and you want to go receiver Not again. Not yet. I don't think you have to. We yet. already went Shy Smith. Yeah. I mean, so now it's a. Well, let's take a look. See, let's let's see what. Look you at got. tight end. We Kyle can go Branson. Branson. I do like Granson. I'd like oh, Granson we could as go, well. We could go Granson with the next pick. If well, we what about Pro Wells? He's already pro. Jesus. All right. Well, that's the end. That's well, the, that's the live stream, everybody. We're not going to finish the mock draft anymore. This guy's ruined it. Um, running back here. Uh, Matt, we already Matt want running Burgess back. has We're a question that one. if we do pick Shane Bichelle, because we've made it clear we all like him, do we think he could push to start no. at the beginning? And I, yeah, no. my personal feeling is he needs development. Yeah. But I think he's a guy that has a lot of arm talent and could be developed into a good player. I mean, I think the questions with Bichelle is the height. He's only six foot one. He's had some injury concerns, uh, but I like him overall. I think he makes good reads. He makes good throws. He got better as his career went on. He's one of those guys that was kind of thrust into the starting job right away at Texas as a true freshman. And I think that hurt him overall. He shows a lot of promise, got a lot of ability. Ellinger's got a lot of ability. I think it's, you know, they're, it's close. It's just what do we want to do? Because I don't think Bichelle's as athletic as Ellinger. But, I'm, I, you know, I'm high on Bichelle. So, I think I, I, I'm kind of leaning towards going, uh, I mean, unless there's somebody else you guys think. That, I'm not seeing anybody here that, that – his name pops and stands to me like, oh gosh, we have to take as much as I like Emil Carr. You guys know here, I like Jarrett Patterson, but I would I would rather ensure that we I don't think you guys are as big on him as I are. I'm not big at him at all. Alaric, I don't know how you say his first name. Alaric Jackson. Alaric Jackson from Iowa. The I he, like him a lot. That's what I was about to say. At the the only thing I've seen on him is at the Senior Bowl one on ones, and he looked really good in those. I'm just wondering if we need to go offensive line with what we already have. You know, I mean, we kind of shirt up the offensive line with, I, you know, with our I second round I do think pick. Granson's ranked a little low here. I, I, we can definitely get him with the next. No, I just mean I think they have him ranked low. I think we go quarterback. I think right. this is it. I think this, this is, is the time. This is the moment. Bichelle or Ellinger then? I think it'll be, I think it'll be more... All of us will agree on Bichelle, but I mean, I agree as well. I've been battling between both of them because I actually like both of them, but I think I think Bichelle's got something there. But well, I, I, I like El- also, I, I like think... Ellinger's you know physicalness. As I long like as Ellinger's it's not Ian Book, it's not gonna be Ian Book. No. All right, no. so let's go Bichelle. Sam Bichelle here or Shane Bichelle? Excuse Shane me. Bichelle. My apologies. We got eight now. Eight picks left. Thank you. Would for you that sit? Pick would you sit somebody under Jimmy for a year from Rob Swink? Definitely. That's kind of what we were thinking about there, Rob. I think with um. Michelle, right? Yeah, Michelle or Ellinger. I think you're looking at drafting, and that's why you waited. Yeah. Because, in my opinion, there's the top flight quarterbacks that go in the first round, and then there's kind of like nothing in the middle. And I don't think Kellen Mond, I don't think that Kyle Trask, I don't think those guys are value in rounds two and three. So you wait until you get to the fifth round and get your value yeah. in these two guys. To me, the difference between Kellen Mond and Shane Michelle is. I don't even think it's that much. I think if you switch them roles in schools, that right now you're talking about Shane Bichelle being 
higher up than you know that because I think he's actually so a better quarterback. I do notice that Alex's guy Hamilcar Rashad went. He just went before us. Um, Riley Cole also went. Uh, Daz Newsom, Charles Snowden, KJ Britt, Brendan James, Ramondre Stevenson. Um, some it's an interesting pickup by Green Bay. I don't really think he fits their offense. Ramondre Stevenson? No, he doesn't. It's a little, little bit of an odd take there. Uh, Jared Patterson, a guy that you talked about during our I draft like rankings, him. that you're a big fan of their horse there, 186. He's available. I know you guys uh, know Reed Blankenship, who Matt Burgos keeps spamming in the chat. He absolutely apparently loves him. He says anyone with the last name Blankenship is obviously a savage. I don't know about that, sir. <laughs> Mike Burgos um, does think... <laughs> That we should have got Shane Falco instead of Shane Michelle. Uh, so I mean, that's a good that's not, that's footsteps not, Falco. What's Falco. Yeah, footsteps from Ohio Falco. State? Um, any names here that you guys are in love with? I, we see I, Granson. I keep going back to Granson and Alaric Jackson. So this is a thing here where if we if we feel that this would be the the place to pull the trigger on something like this, you could reach on a Kyle Granson and hope that Alaric Jackson we do pick at one ninety six. Right before this, so there's a chance that Jackson could still be there if you're a big fan. And I know you guys, I know it'd be doubling up, but I and I still think we'd be, or at least a pick away from thinking about him. But your guys' boy uh, Stevenson, correct? I, I think we still got some time on him. Matter of fact, let's let's pull it up and make sure we'll see where his. Uh, he's like in the two hundreds on here. I mean, he's he's still got some time. I, I think we're pretty. We could go at one ninety eight with him at one ninety six. One ninety six. The question is. Do is this the time you just drafted Shane Bichelle? Is it the time to draft his tight end, someone he's comfortable with, and Kylan Granson, and add him? Ross Dwelly's a restricted free agent. Maybe he's gonna be gone, and you add Granson to the offense. He plays more of an H back role, which is different than what George Kittle does, but it's different than Charlie Warner, where Charlie Warner's the main blocker. Correct. Could he be the fill the the new fill in for? Uh, Dwelly, he's more. He's definitely a better receiver than Ross Dwelly. Yeah, I, I do, I do like him a lot there. There's there, that would create some comfortability there, and you've seen that already. Mm-hmm. That Shanahan and, and Lynch have done that with the C.J. Beathard George Kittle pairing. Um, that has worked out well. It worked out really well for C.J. Beathard when he came in at the end of the season. Worked out a little better for George Kittle. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I think Kyle Granson here is is a safe pick. I don't, I don't feel like this is a reach. Here, no. I feel like all of these Check guys. Check and see. Make sure no edge rushers got past us, because that's always a value pick. Correct. Um, Raymond Johnson. I like him and but Bradley not yet. King. I like both those. Yeah, guys. I like them, but not yet. So we can. De- I think we go. Is that guy's name Carlo? It is. It is Carlo. It is Carlo Kemp. I wonder if he's related uh, related to Sean Kemp. Uh, I wasn't gonna say that. I was gonna go with Kyle Kemp and and. Yeah. Tyler Kemp, the well, Ohio. I mean, yeah, Michigan, Ohio. That's eh, close enough. <laughs> it's, I, I, it's close I'm, enough. I'm leaning towards the tight end. I like it. I like it as well. I don't feel this is a reach here. Um, at if all. you guys don't know much about Kyle Granson, for fans, he's a real nice person, for, big time person for you guys to go watch the film on. Underrated guy. Yeah, absolutely. Like and matter of fact, too, we'll, we'll, we can always pull up some video clips after this too and check out some stuff. So anyone who has questions on guys, if you want right. to watch some, some highlights, we can we can do that as well. Definitely. Uh, Kyle Granson, though, that is going to be the selection there at one eighty two. We pulled the trigger on it. It is done. Dom Brady. There is goes going, Patterson. Patterson is gone. Uh, Tom Brady is going to end up like the guy who he took the starting job from. And Alex, good, so, so that's, good job not that going a Drew, running back or receiver because Megan. Drew is that a Drew Bledsoe reference? Congratulations there. 
What what happened there? Megan D wanted us to go running back or receiver, so good job making sure we didn't. Yep. Uh, yeah. Try. Branson is an awesome place to visit. That's <laughs> See? <great> to <laughs> it's great to know. Branson? Branson is a wonderful place to visit. Ellinger's still there, just noting it. That's Ooh. interesting there. So we probably didn't have to reach where we reached. There's a good chance he still would have been available. Um, or one of them would have been available. So good to know for future references. Uh, mm-hmm. Tariq Thompson went. Larry Brown went. Tommy Kramer. Larry Brown coached the heck out of Allen Iverson. <sighs> Daddy did, man. Daddy, Daddy did. You are just a gold mine. Uh, again, here, uh, Larry Jackson, uh, Jackson is still I here. I like him. Right here at this spot. Oh, um, Jason I don't, Hill I, says to bite your tongue because Ross Dolly is the man. Okay. Um, I think we're going to agree to disagree. Well, I mean, that, the thing sentiment. is, Mr. Jason Hill, what are you going to tender him? What What are you going to give him? He's a restricted free agent. First round, right? I mean, is it a second round tender? Are you willing to pay no, him that much money? Absolutely not. Under yeah. no circumstance. He hasn't shown enough to be a second round so tender. So if it's a general tender, I, I don't know. I just I don't know if they're high enough on him to sign him to that. To a general tender? No, I would say I would say no. I, no. Absolutely not. Under no yeah. circumstance. He should be making the minimum. Like the minimum minimum. Not yeah. the, the tender minimum. He should be making I mean he, he dang should have lots of opportunities last year with George Kittle being injured. He didn't do really anything. To me, with his he's touches. a, a he, he reminds me of the old school Ms. Jamie Williams. Jason did respond to you with a fourth. A fourth? <sighs> I mean, I think, <laughs> I just don't think you pay him that kind of money. I mean, I, I, I understand that we're fans, but sometimes you gotta think more. Okay. Mike Burgos, are you saying draft the tackle or like go get the tackle, like attack him? All right, well. I think you better go go draft. If you're talking about my boy Alar Jackson, that's a good idea. To go tackle him or to draft him? Well, I wouldn't try and tackle him. That's probably smart. He's a large gentleman. (laughs) He is a fairly large gentleman. Just go low, horse. Uh, I don't think it'll work. Let's take a look at let's take a look at those edge rushers as well, just to make sure that we're not missing anything here. Um, I mean, Teron Jackson, Raymond Johnson. You aren't seeing your boy Stevenson. See, I think Johnson and Bradley King are of similar value. And I think King will for sure still be there the next time we pick. That's personal. I, I think I think right now is it's Alaric Jackson. That's what I think. I think too. I think you have to go. I think you have to go best available here. Well, I mean, he's not the best available. He's up there, but he's one of the guys I like. I think in this in this area, he's a great value oh, pick. Mike Virgo <laughs> says he meant both, and he wants to see me try to tackle Alaric Jackson. <laughs> nice. Big Thank you, Mike. That would be solid. Big yikes. Would that make good content for the show? I don't I don't think it will. Me attempting to tackle I mean, Alaric Jackson. I, I don't know. We, we may have to uh, – some graphic warnings. Um, there's there's two guarantees. Some, some special I'll editing. Be dead. There's two guarantees. Number one, horse will hit the ground hard. That's true. <laughs> Number two, a lot of belly will show. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's good. I, listen, as funny as that would be, I don't know if that's good for the ratings. Yeah. To be honest with you, I, I don't know. I mean, Matt also wants to know if Tebow's available to draft since he retired from baseball. If that makes him draftable again. Definitely not. Definitely not. Coming been, to a fantasy league near you? Coming to a fantasy league near you, yeah. potentially. But uh, as someone who follows Tim Tebow around a lot, yeah, no. Under no He's going to end up playing with Menzel in the fan-controlled football. Yeah. Possibly having a good old time, you know? Mm-hmm. Scoring touchdowns. The minister and, and the sinister. Win or lose, we lose, you know? <laughs> the minister and the sinister might be the greatest, the greatest supervillain, superhero combination in the history of the world. Oh, my hey, Lord. Hey, win or lose, we lose, you know? Yeah. All right. Alaric Jackson is the pick. All right. 
Horace is doing a little dance over there. Ooh, we got two guy, two picks left. This is where I have my fun. Oh, this is where he has his fun. Seventh open. round. I've got a list that you would not believe. <laughs> I can believe it. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've seen the list. I, I believe it. CJ Verdell. I believe it. Yep, don't love him. I mean, you know who else isn't on here is the guy the Nightmares just met with is Jamar from Marcus Oregon Stevenson. State. Just Stevenson just went. You know, some to the sites Bears. have him as high as like a third rounder. Correct. He's Jamar, he is going to be the one of those ones. Who not is, Stevenson. Uh, who? We're talking about good players. We're talking about the running back from Oregon State, uh, Jamar yes. Jefferson. Yes, Niners met with him. So and he's not bad. I like him. He he kind of reminds me of a little bit of a thicker Jamichael Hasty. I mean the way yeah. his running style and stuff. There goes Teron Jackson. Teron Jackson's gone. It's a good pick. Josh Palmer goes. Raymond Johnson. Yep. Good value. Shocked gonna... shocked Grimes goes in the sixth. Well, I think right now too we're getting into the area where you're taking a flyer or you're buy, you're getting somebody that's going to play special teams. Correct. And add depth. So this is the time you're going to go receiver, linebacker, that kind of area or safety. Yeah. Shamar John Charles goes. It's a guy that I like that you're not a fan of. Ant. Yeah, I hate him. I know. Yeah, I yeah, think you the made, fact you made that it very Sixth round, somebody lost a pick there. Yikes! Oh, William the guy Bradley I wanted one, Kings one go pick. right Ooh. before us. Right Have you watched us. much of Puka Williams, Ant? I've watched a little bit of Puka Williams, not a lot. I'm a big fan of his first name. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. I mean, so now that we're in the seventh round, I think it, you know, like I said, it comes down to safety, uh, wide receiver, or um, linebacker. Mm -hmm. you know, those are the kind of guys we're looking at because we're looking at guys that can add depth and play special teams. Correct. Guys that can fill out your practice squad. So, I mean, the guys that are on my radar: Keith Taylor, Josh uh, Adam BB. Sorry, guys. There we go. Amari Gaynor and Rico Bossy. Those are my guys. We have Rob Swink uh -huh. saying that Tebow would definitely win in a field sobriety test. <laughs> and I agree, Mr. Rob. That is Oh, accurate. my Lord. Uh, again, uh, me me on my list here, there's Keith Taylor right there. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, Jacoby Stevens is on mine. Keith Taylor, Ant, you talked about. Amari uh, Gaynor. Yeah, he's a on guy that He's both of ours, absolutely. Uh, there's a Bahibi. Mm -hmm. There's is it Bussy? Boosie? Yeah, Bussy, um, I think. Bussy. It's Josh I. I like him too. Uh Trey Dean, not not terrible either. I don't know if I like him above any of the other guys that have been listed. Do you here think as, anyone as a guy called, who's watched a lot of Florida games? Do you think anyone called Josh there by his last name as he grew up? Definitely not. Definitely Probably not. Probably had a nickname like Emo or Ima, or... The real question here is: is I think I think you can get I think you could wait and get Amari Gainer with your next pick if you, you can take him. There. I think you could get yeah definitely. So well, Justin Rice, question is, is from is, Modesto. Do we so you know. do we take do you take a third cornerback or do you add some safety depth if you don't feel like there's going to be a safety? I mean, do you really have to add safety depth in the seventh round? I don't think so. Yeah, I think you can. You you got Jared. You got Maiden still from sure. last year. You got him. You still got uh, Tavarius Moore, Harris. Harris. So I, I know Harris is Harris is a restricted free agent. He is a restricted. So there's no guarantee. But I'm saying they have the ability. Well, to they also back. signed Milifonu, so they have him. So they they have they have depth already, experience depth. I don't. I I mean I don't think it has to be a safety, but I wouldn't hate it because once again it's special teams. Do you think that they should draft a tough guy from Ohio State? No, because he's not even the toughest guy on that list, even though his name's Tough Borland. 
I don't like the fact that when he makes tackles, he twists people's ankles on the bottom and all that stuff. I mean... He, he twisted my guy Najee's ankle. He did. He's lucky he didn't get an Oakland stomp out is what he's lucky he didn't get. Jerk. Tyler Vaughn. Um, I'm, I'm not, not huge on any of these guys. To be honest with you, other I, than I uh, like the two, I like the two uh, uh, receivers, and I like Keith Taylor, and I like Gainer. Okay, I, I'm I, okay going to safety. Like I said, I'm just not as big a fan, but I, I, I understand it. Like it's not against, I'm not against it. Okay, uh, I would say here because I have watched some Keith Taylor tape. I do like Keith Taylor. I would be leaning that way. Okay. Um, well, you got the mouse. It's true. I do have the mouse, but we have a thing called consensus. We here, do not just a. Uh, Doing our own thing. Nashawn Wright's brother was on Last Chance U, so. Yeah, but Nashawn Wright's not that good. No, the brother's better. Very, very true. Okay, I I say we go Keith Taylor here then? Yeah, let's go. All right, Keith Taylor it is. Keith Trailer like the defensive tackle? Definitely not Keith Trailer. Nope, not Trailer. Mustafa. Mustafa Johnson. Puka went. Puka finally goes. Eubanks goes. Brendan Knox goes. Fields. See if we can't look at the chat here. Quentin Morris goes from Bowling Green. I, like, I like Quentin Morris. I do too, especially at that at that, at point that also. spot. Yeah, he's about. Jason Hill said we need to re-sign Jordan Reed. It's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. The pro- the problem is cost. How well, much will that cost? Tell Mr. Jason Hill he has to decide between Ross Dwelly and Jordan Reed. Well, which would you rather have? We Jason? can't have both because you, you're going to need that money that you were going to tender Jordan or Ross Dwelly to sign Jordan Reed. Correct. I mean, that's just... Jason, your comment made me laugh, but we can't air that on TV. <laughs> that good, huh? Oh, my word. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to wait on that. Yeah. Should put you in timeout, but I won't. I'll leave it for now. Free, freedom of speech and all. Freedom. <laughs> freedom yeah. of speech Matt and all. Matt Burgos says to do you know the thing. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> all right, so, guys, we got, we, got some, we got some options here. We got some choices. Okay, we got some choices. Jason does say Jordan Reed all day. Jordan Reed all day. Well, I mean, thank God for that. Uh, Amari Gaynor's still here, Ant, like we I, talked I about. I do have a question. Is Kyrus Tonga from Tonga? There's a good chance. Well, yeah. There's a good I, chance. I would guess, especially going to BYU. Ah, that's a, that's yeah. a pipeline for him. Gaynor, so. that's a nice value for that guy. Yeah, right there in round seven. I, I think like this him. is I think this is the, the guy that, that we're all and pretty And hopefully, BB doesn't get, doesn't get drafted, so I can sign him as an under. Well, either him or Bussy. Absolutely. One of the two. Well, yeah. I'm, dra- I'm getting Amater BB, and then I'm also getting uh, is that, Joey Warner. Is that officially how you say the name, Amater BB? Amater BB, yeah. Amater BB. Yeah. Okay, Amari Gaynor was the pick there. I agree with you, by the way. I don't know why Troy Warner isn't higher on people's boards. He doesn't seem to be on anyone's board at all. I think he's going undrafted. I really do. Oh, there goes a matter BB. But so. he made some serious plays at BYU, and it's Fred Warner's brother. Uh, 49ers for life. Red and gold said Reed all day. I think we all agree Reed over uh Hey, if Jordan Reed wants to come back on a cheap deal, I'm all for that. Absolutely. I don't think anyone even questions Oh, that my gosh. Or. Tampa Bay just picked the tough guy. They did. They picked tough. Yeah, one. so that's their second linebacker of the draft, an inter- which, is, which is interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess he's kind of just a throwaway here in the seventh round, but yeah, he played like a throwaway in the championship game. That is accurate. That is accurate. And Mister Irrelevant is Dax. Wow, we get a D minus for Gregory Russo. That's an interesting t- D minus. We got good there. grades on. Her no, you know why you got a D minus? Because it wasn't uh, listed as need. Because they're not. They don't know anything about the 49ers. How do they give us a C plus? 
on Wyatt Davis. Because was it wasn't listed as need. Our needs were Correct. quarterback, wide receiver, and cornerback. So That's why when you get to Sean Wade, you get an A. Yeah. The Sean Shane Wade. Michelle, you get an A plus because those are positions they consider of need. Correct. Not what not what us as 49ers people actually. Alaric Jackson Correct. should be an A. At that spot, yeah. Uh, it should be at least a B, you would think. But again, they're looking at it in terms of need. But let's go up and let's kind of go over these. So right away, Gregory Russo, right? This guy really helps our pass rush. He is an insurance policy. We don't know what's going to happen with D Ford. I know a lot of people think he's going to get cut. Now all the things going in there with the injury concerns, and now he gets money. Uh, he has an injury clause in his contract, so there's that. So we don't know what's going to happen with him. April 1st is kind of the day where we're going to have a really good idea what's going to happen with D Ford. So that's going to be – but at least we got somebody that's big-time talent. Has only played – Defensive end for a couple years, was a tight end in high school. Now he's translated. I'm sure he's putting a lot of size onto that frame. He's got a big frame. I mean, Horst, what do you think overall Gregory Russo would be a, a great addition to the opposite side of Nick Bosa? Yeah, I think Gregory Russo is one of those guys. If Had he played this year and had a similar year to um, his 2019 year, I don't remember the exact numbers, but he had like 12 plus sacks, a lot of tackles for loss. 15 sacks. Was it 15? Wow. 15, yeah. Um, how do you say he had another 12 or so this year? We might be talking about a top six to eight guy. Well, let's think about the fact that if Gregory Russo would have played this year, he would have played on the opposite side of Jalen Phillips, Phillips and they had Roche. And he had Roche. He had a nice three man Those three man. guys would have been unbelievable pass rushers together. They would have caused a lot of problems. Correct. For the ACC, I, I think you can't you can't knock Russo on on a lot of things. I I, I like a lot of the things that he can do. Yeah. Um, I like the speed, not as much as Ojolari as yeah. you had pointed out. Um, but just his production value, what he did in nineteen is just it, it was it was phenomenal. It was great to watch. Um, he, he's a, he's a great player. I think there, like I said, if this was a, an actual mock draft in which we were trying to do make the best decision possible, we probably don't take Rousseau there. We probably trade back. Right. We probably stack Agreed. up a little bit. Um, but that's that's what today was. Today was supposed to be a little bit more of a challenging one for us because I think all of our instincts are kicking in at certain points in terms of things that we want to do. And I think all of us, for the most part, we're on the same page in terms of this might be a spot where we reach or this might be a spot where we should make a trade or something along that nature, but to have to buckle down and make the best decision possible without having to trade back or trade it in and out. Um, I think this is the best you could do in that situation, given the circumstance, given right. the fact that some of the guys that we wanted that would have been position of needs guys that would have gotten us a nice big fat A plus on this, this pick. Yeah. Uh, just, they weren't there. They were gone. I mean, I did a draft the other day and ended up with three first round picks still got a B plus, And I ended up with pass rusher corner, and Zayvon Collins in the first round. Come on. I had Ojolari, Zayvon Collins, and I got Caleb Farley, and they gave me a B plus. So you knew you were not going to get an A. <laughs> That's accurate. That's accurate. That second round pick, Wyatt Davis, yeah. C plus from PFF, Horst. How do you feel about it? I think that's crazy because to me, you could pick Wyatt Davis around 20 and I wouldn't blink at you if you were in need of a guard. So I think to me, that would be an A pick to get Wyatt Davis at that spot. But um, I do want to throw out there as well that Rob Swink had solid advice of stay away from players with the last name Borland. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, not a, it's not a bad one. Yeah. Uh, 49ers Red and Gold uh, pointed out and said he'd rather go with Pitts there at 12. Um, I think all of us agree if Pitts was there, 
that might actually be the pick. Uh, right. The problem was is that in this mock draft, you can see he goes there at nine. Yeah. He goes there to the Broncos. So we didn't have a guy like Kyle Pitts. Trey Lance was available, so a lot of 49er fans who are watching this are probably going to get upset. Patrick Shutan was, was there as well. You might get upset with us at those spots. Mm-hmm. But we looked at that 12 spot. We've done a little more research than our first mock draft pick that we gave out uh, to Sertan. one bar in, in, in Luke yeah. Vegas where we, we picked Patrick Sertan. We've done a little more research. We're a little more familiar with these yeah. guys now. We're a little bit more comfortable with some of these guys in the second round, third round, fourth round. We like them a lot. And so for us there, at Sertan there at 12 wasn't a necessity. Alex, can you roll back to the 20s? Like, Absolutely. See, yeah, if guys, what we're talking about here is we could have rolled back into the twenty mid-20s, got ex- picked up extra picks, and we feel that J.C. Horn and Sertan don't have much difference between them. I don't think there's a huge difference between the two players. They're yeah. both big, physical guys. Or just like um, Ajawari, sorry. Go ahead. Ajawari and... Gregory Russo, there's very minimal difference in value, and Ojawari goes 25th. I just think they're different players. Like, they're different types of players, so it all goes on your preference. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if you're really looking for the speed guy to take D4 spot, you know, to fill in that, I think it's Ojolari. If you're looking for, you know, the prototypical 49ers, big defensive end, the Armstead with more quickness, then you're you, that's who you're looking for right there with Gregory Russo. Um, Wyatt Davis, though, I don't care what they say about C+. That's an A-plus player. Yeah. And we'll ride that C-plus all the way through the NFC and into the playoffs. That's no problems right there. <laughs> that guy is a solid player. Right away, he makes the offensive line so much better. He can start on day one. That is a solid player. I've been seeing him play since high school. Horst has, too. Fantastic player. And it just it creates depth at positions, too, because you can – now do you can now do a thing where if if you wanted to put Brunskill at center, you could put Brunskill at center. If something were to happen to Wyatt Davis or something happens to Lincoln Tomlinson, you have pieces you can move around. Brunskill right. can go back to guard. Davis can go over to left guard if you need him to. You can keep him there and move Brunskill over. Um, it just adds depth to that line. I don't think it's a bad pick here. Um, I think this shows some flaws in PFF's grading system and how they're uh, evaluating. Or this could have been based on you know based on our previous settings at the start. Maybe that's why they threw us, threw us a C plus here because we definitely didn't draft for need at this spot at all. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you do draft. Well, the thing is though, they don't understand because interior offensive line. I think every 49er fan would agree mm-hmm. is an area of need because yeah. of the questions with Wesson Richburg, and we don't have Ben Garland signed, so we don't have a center you know that's really healthy at this moment. So I think that is a good you know good one. And then with Sean Wade, they gave us an A because he's a corner. Sean Wade has a lot of talent. Yeah. And a lot of ability. This is a guy that can play inside now. So even if they were to make moves, bring guys in, this guy could definitely add to the 49ers secondary. He could play inside. He could play outside. I like him. Um, Matt Rieger would like us to draft Ken Dorsey. So. <laughs> Not happening. Uh, Tro <laughs> Williams was the next pick after that, a, a guy that you talked about that's very good in the slot. Um, it, it, a lot of people probably haven't watched a lot of tape on Trill Williams. Well, he plays at Syracuse. Yeah, he plays at Syracuse. There's, their games aren't on TV most uh, most of the time. Um, and, it, you know, you don't think of Syracuse's defense as being elite or a team that can stop somebody, but Trill Williams in the slot is fantastic. I think he'd be a great replacement uh, for a guy like K1 Williams who, who may be going away and we may not be bringing back in. Uh, and so that would be a, a nice pick there that would sure up. I think we were all a little – Surprised he was still there at that mm-hmm. pick at, at 117. We figured one of those two was going to be gone after whatever, whoever we took at 102. So the fact that they both were there, 
I think that would be, in an ideal world, if you don't go cornerback in the first round, that would be an ideal third round right there at 102 and 117. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wade, like you mentioned, I've been negative on him when we talk about him, but I was negative on him as second, third round. Once you get past pick 100, that's a very talent, physically talented guy to get past 100. Yeah. I mean, I watched a lot of his film on ESPN Ocho. Um, he's really... <laughs> <laughs> he's really solid. No, Trill Williams is a great player. He plays in the slot, and he's a physical slot. He He's able to come up and help stop the run. He has great ball skills. He ends up with interceptions, which the 49ers struggle with a lot of times is getting those turnovers, especially interceptions. The safeties don't create a lot, so they need it. We saw it last year. They had Jamar Taylor. He caused interceptions when he played in the slot. This is a guy that could fill in that role right away, even if the 49ers only brought back one guy and Jason Brett, they could fill out the roster with these guys, maybe a kill a Witherspoon on the veteran minimum, something like that, or the exception to, you know, be able to get these guys back and have a solid secondary for next year. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, Trill Williams, I I mean, you wouldn't even have to make a new uniform for him. You know, they just stuff. give him K1 Williams. <laughs> no, but Trill Williams, I think. He's a little bit bigger than K1 Williams. I'd be bit. really excited if bit. they replaced. If they replaced K1 with Trill Williams, I think Trill Williams is actually more physically gifted than K1. Yeah. Obviously, I don't, I'm not saying he'll be as good as K1 day one, but he's got a lot of ability. That'd be a nice pickup right there. Right. I think all of us right now feel like this this was probably the best portion of our draft. I think other than Shane Bouchel at 173, I think we could have waited probably. And after seeing how things kind of played out, it could have waited. But I feel like at this point of the draft, with the things we did here, I think all of us feel like this is actually probably more closer to a B than it is a D. I feel the Y oh, Davis pick Russo? is yeah, yeah. I feel the Y Davis pick is an A. It's not even close. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think we pretty much, if you ran the table here from rounds one all the way to that Shane Bouchelle pick in round five, this this is a home run draft. If if the Niners do anything close to this, right. So Jay Ellie wants to know who's replacing Trent Williams. I think if if I'm incorrect speaking for you guys, correct me. But I think right now we are still operating along the thought process that they are doing everything they can to re-sign Trent Williams. Correct. Yeah, I think um, so. And I think obviously if it becomes for sure that Trent Williams isn't coming back, then tackle moves to a very top priority. Yeah, I think you'll know that in free agency if Trent leaves, then you can make a move. I think there's also going to be guys that are going to get cut. From other teams, that might be cheaper. Maybe Ramcheck could be available that we could also slide yeah. in there if Trent Williams, you know, does ultimately leave. I think that the 49ers are going to try to sign him though before free agency starts. I, I agree with you there. Um, after that, we had Shy Smith as the next pick off the board. Um, not as big on him Ant, as you are, but that's only because uh, I haven't watched as much film on Shy Smith as you have. You've watched a butt ton of film on this like guy. Him. So why don't you give everybody a little more insight into why you like him here at this spot? Um, number one, he is just a battler. He has great hands. He gets out there. He runs good routes. He's very physical. He's a positionless guy, so he can play inside. He can play outside. His height, you would think, would be a detriment, but it's not. He is a kind of a smaller version of Debo Samuel. Um, he fights for the ball, and I thought that was very uh, characteristic of how he played. One-handed catches, that kind of thing. He was a go-to guy. This is a guy that you want to plug into your offense. He's a more physical version of Richie James. Right away, you could you could put him in that spot and he could play. He's a guy that could fill in all the roles that you need Debo Samuel to do. So if Debo's gone, Shai Smith can do it. 
He's not overly fast. He's not overly big. He's just overly good. Um, that's very accurate. Thank you. <laughs> it was overly accurate. Overly um, accurate. Then we got Shane Bouchelle next. Yeah. Shane Bouchelle is a guy, for those of you who aren't familiar, you know, don't watch a lot of SMU football. Shane Bouchelle is a guy that was a big-time recruit to University of Texas he was, I think he was a five-star guy when four. they signed him. Was he four? Okay. Four-star, yeah. But he was a big-time get for Texas. And like you said earlier in the episode, he was kind of forced into action as a freshman on a not-supremely-talented team mm-hmm. and kind of failed. He regrouped, transferred to SMU. And, you know, these last two years, he's quietly played really well there in a pretty open offense. And I think... He, the thing he exhibits, two things that Kyle really likes, is that he's smart yep. and he's accurate. Yep. And those are two things Kyle loves. So I wouldn't be shocked if Kyle was interested in him. Um, Not at all. But he is a little bit limited physically. Is he? To me, he is. I mean, I don't think he's limited physically. I haven't seen anything. It depends on... on what the expectations for his limitations. You know, what what do you think is a physical limitation? He doesn't throw it a hundred yards in the air. You're like, what is the physical limitations? He's not. He isn't. Let's just put it this way. I think the the thing we can all agree on is that he doesn't have the best arm strength in this class. True, but but he's not Jamarcus Russell. No, either. exactly. And that's for me. For me. He is the safe, the safe quarterback in this draft that you can take some time to mold and see if there's anything there. You don't have to spend a whole lot on him. You're not banking on him to be the future. You're just seeing if this guy can mold into the quarterback you think he could be. It's a safe pick. It's not a reach. Agreed. It's not putting all your eggs into a basket. But what it is doing is shoring up, trying to shore up the backup quarterback position for this season, just in case something happens to Jimmy or you're not able to make a move to move off of Jimmy, if something happens to Jimmy and he gets injured, you have someone there that you've drafted, hopefully it's not week one right off the get-go and he has some more time, get his feet wet and get his legs underneath him. I, I, I just I feel it's a safe pick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he lost the job to Sam Ellinger at Texas, uh, but Sam Ellinger, after he won the job, I mean, he had a really good year, his junior year in 2019, but this year in 2020, he kind of took a big step back, and that's why he dro- he dropped down boards and why he pr- I think he's probably going to continue to drop down some boards. Well, Shane Bouchelle, he got injured, and that's what gave Ellinger his chance. Uh, he got back in there, and he just didn't play well. You don't know how much of that is health because a lot of people forget he was, uh, he was uh, recruited by Charlie Strong. And when he went there, Charlie Strong was only there one year, his, his freshman year, and then he was gone. So he was trying to impress a new group you know, a, a new coach and everything. And he had to try to, you know, get over that. Ellinger was the, you know, was the coach's guy. So that's where we kind of get with Shane Bouchelle. I think he's a great quarterback. I think that in the fifth round is tremendous value. This is kind of like when the 49, 49ers, when the Washington football team went out and drafted Kirk Cousins in a fourth round, knowing it was great value. This guy's a great value of fifth round because could he develop into a starter someday? Yes. If not, he's at least a legitimate backup because a lot of people forget he stayed one extra year and did back up Sam Ellinger. Correct. Um, someone brought up, Mr. Swink brought up, you have to watch those Texas QBs. You could end up with a Mahomes or a Manziel. Only thing to say to that is, those are Texas A&M and Texas Tech. They're not UT Texas, and UT Texas has not been known for putting out very many good quarterbacks in the last decade or so. True. As Matt pointed out, Vince Young. Vince Young is probably the only one, and that was just his rookie year. 
Well, and Shanahan is going to know the ins and outs of Texas quarterbacks. True. You know, going there, Chris Sims being his best, one of his best friends. That's true. Who was also a Texas quarterback. So they're going to have a an idea of what's going to happen there. Rob also <laughs> says the heating is not very good in Texas at the moment. He, he would be not. very aware of that. He would be. We wish you uh, Godspeed and all of that, and hopefully those turbines start working. Don't mess with Texas. Hopefully Caleb gets some snowshoes. <laughs> get some snowshoes, that is for sure. So Kylan Granson, Alex, I want to hear your opinion on him. The thing, as Ant said, it's more of a – he's more of a hybrid type. He's not, he not a traditional – um, fits a little bit more into that positionless role. He can do in a lot of different things. I'd be interested to see um, if if, there, if there's at any chance if if you don't move off of use check or if you do move off of use check, if he could fit into a little bit more of that fullback role. Maybe not necessarily the blocking aspect, um, so much as the receiving option out of the backfield and putting him in on some receiving downs right. for play action. So, question for maybe the people who haven't, don't know much about him. Okay, would be. By hybrid, do you mean a hybrid between a tight end and a wide receiver, or a tight end and a fullback? Tight end and fullback. Okay. Closer to that. That's what I thought you meant. I think he is a, a he he is he's a, he's a, he's a guy that can play the the slot. Um, also, sometimes a big slot like Jordan Reed. But, so but he's not. But, but the don't. But they should not be thinking. Fans don't think right away. Jordan Reed. No, don't I, think that I he's think not that. I think H back. Yes. I get what you're saying. I was think. Um, what was the guy's name from? Uh, the Redskins, Chris Cooley. Yeah, that's his peak right there. Seriously, uh, I mean, I think so. Yeah, that just, would be him at his peak. Yeah, I'm, that's um, probably safe. So for you, um, what what separates Granson from Charlie Warner? Because oh, Granson's a straight receiver. He so you think War- You yeah. think he's a much he's more way better ball receiver. skills. Charlie okay. Warner is a better blocker than Granson. He's Correct. more physical than Granson. He gives you kind of the Toilolo role. Yes, as that's what he is. And then Granson would be an upgrade over Ross Dwelly in the pass game. You would have a legitimate second tight end that could play at, alongside George Kittle. And like you said, if Kyle Juszczyk is gone, they could use Warner and Granson in different ways to play the fullback role. Also, they might have to change the way they run their offense and go to a single back. It's like Kyle mm-hmm. Juszczyk said, Shanahan's offense all depends on who is in it. There's no specific way to run it. It's all about who is on the field at a time. So he completely adjusts to his personnel. And so that was what he would do with Granson. He would yeah. adjust. Kenny Kenny Sager said, great show, guys, and a good draft. We appreciate it, Kenny. Um, yeah, you, you've been a big supporter the last couple mm-hmm. of live streams that we had. Yep. We really appreciate the support. Um, Jay Ellie asks, uh, he says that he likes the Jackson pick, but maybe a better guard than tackle. Um, Alaric Jackson is the next guy on the list. And some thoughts on him. Yeah, he could be a guard. I, I think I think we drafted him with the thought that he could be a guard tackle kind of like Brunskill and McKivitz, a guy that can play either one and gives us flexibility as we try to build and take care of the interior offensive line and yet stabilize the outside and the tackle positions. Make sure that if there's an injury, you got Justin Skule because now and now you might need another tackle because we don't know what's going to happen inside. According to this, we're going to we took Wyatt Davis, so our guard position is secure. That means Brunskill is either the the, the swing tackle or he is the the center, depending on what happens with Richburg. Yep, I, I think, and and once we get a little bit closer to the draft, and we get a little bit closer to knowing where guys are, what's right. Rich, Richburg status, what's D Ford status, what's Trent Williams status. We should um, know those April first. We you yeah. hope you hope yeah. so, because the sooner you know, roster that info, money kicks in, yeah. so we'll have an idea. Um, um go ahead. I'm not gonna lie, Jackson to me. 
Once again, I haven't gotten around to watching much game film on him, mm-hmm. but after watching him at the Senior Bowl and one on ones, he he's slept on a little bit in pass pro. Right. I think he's because I read the scouting reports the draft sites have on him, and they really get on him, you know, saying he's slow footed and so. When I obviously one on one is not a game situation, I understand that people, but one on ones if you played line are a little bit lean to defense. Yeah, in my opinion, right. So, to me, I didn't think Jackson had issues getting out there. Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of the things he needs to work on, but I don't think he's stone footed either. No, no. I, I think I think when you look at Alaric Jackson, he reminds me of Colton McKivitz and Justin Skule, kind of an evaluation. The only difference is I actually think he is more physically uh, gifted on the lower half to where he's more balanced and stuff. Where you've seen the other ones kind of look clumsy at times. Yeah. So, you know, John Benton really had to develop them that way. And you've seen it. They would get it, but it took him a little bit of time. Where you've seen, like, Brunskill, when he came in, he already had the lower half figured out, the balance and the right, you know, footwork all the time. So that's why he's able to make the big jump and be able to play. Well, these other guys are still trying to do it because Skule leans a lot. And McKivitz leans a lot, and they thrust themselves forward. Those are things that they have to get, you know, changed and fixed. And hopefully, they can get that fixed here in the next year. So then they'll have mm-hmm. some real solid depth and flexibility in the offensive line. Absolutely. Uh, we took a guy next, Keith Taylor, Ant, that you had brought up to me yep. today. I, I, it was the first time I saw his name. Mm-hmm. Um, watched a little bit of film on him. Really, really liked him. I think this was the pick here that. We took this with the idea being that really you're probably only going to be bringing back a guy like Jason Verrett and maybe one of those other young guys, and that was about it. There's no trades coming in the near future. Right. A mock draft like this kind of solidifies it. A Keith Taylor pick there, that third DB at this spot here in round six, seven. Um, we, we think that would solidify the the secondary, essentially, for the next upcoming I season. Think, I think you're drafting to see what he can do, especially in the competition, you know, in training camp, mm-hmm. see if he can play at a high level. And then also translate to special teams. And if he doesn't make the roster, someone you can store on the practice squad that has the size and athletic ability that you're looking for. I know the big question, that's why he's in the seventh round. The question is physicality. He doesn't always make tackles, but I think it's some of it is technique and they can fix it. And the other thing is his speed. They're worried about his speed because they think he's probably going to be a 4'6 guy. I don't agree with that because he ran track in high school. And he ran, uh, you know, fast, just over 10, fast enough that he could be, you know, a serious 4-5 guy. And that is definitely fast enough to play in the 49er scheme. Yeah. Um, I think I think that's what you see when we're drafting corners. We're looking at the guys that fit the certain role. And Jason Fred's kind of an outlier because he, he's not tall. He's not big. He's just really good. Yeah. So if, if, they, if they do go this way, this would make sense that they're going to stick to the cover three. Sean Wade is a guy, that's why we took him earlier, that made sense that he go he can play in any scheme. So that's why he made that most sense for that. Jay Ellie says E-Man, um, E-Man as well coming back. I believe he's a free agent. He is a restricted free agent. Correct. Um, so they would have to tender him. I think he's a possibility, and I think people need to hold their breath because I think a kill the Witherspoon is a possibility. I think they're going to bring him as back As a veteran exemption, exemption. I think he's a possibility at just about $2 million. I think, I think that might happen. A very, very easily could. And then last, a guy that Ant, you and I are pretty high on, and Horst, you're the one who brought up the fact that he is a great value pick here at 238, Amari Gaynor out of Florida State. Horst, how do you feel about this guy? Um, the thing of the, once again, not a guy I really sat down and studied, but he's a guy because my buddy here is a 
Florida State fan. That is true. So I do watch Florida State games just like I'll watch Florida games because he's a Florida guy just so we have something to BS and talk about, you know, maybe. So if I get a chance, I do watch their teams play. Um, Amari Gaynor's a really athletic guy for a linebacker, and he's one of those guys. I don't know that Amari Gaynor is ever a solid starting linebacker in the NFL, but I think Amari Gaynor is one of those guys that could carve a 10-year career covering kickoffs and covering punts because of his athleticism and toughness. Yeah, I mean, and what are the 49ers' history right now with developing linebackers? He's a guy with great athletic ability that plays the outside. Look what they've done with Aziz Alshair and Flanagan Foles. Now you add Gaynor as a possibility, somebody that they could develop. Who knows what they could do with him? They they have been doing outstanding with linebackers, especially late in the draft. I think the only way they would draft him is they thought they couldn't get him as an uh, you know undrafted free agent, but mm-hmm. could be value. Oh, by the way, hi Reagan. Yeah, hi Reagan. Uh, Megan Davidson asked a little a little while ago, "What sleepers are you guys most excited about, and which do you really hope you can get in the draft?" I don't know if do we want to reveal any. We of that can't info? reveal our secrets. I think yet. I think we could. I think we could release you know like one or two. A few of them. Just kind of get it out there. Why don't we each throw out one? That's fine. Fine right. by me. Uh, Ant, we'll start with you. What do you got on sleepers? Guys well, that you really like. Um, I think I think we kind of went over some of my guys that I already you know that I like. Um, but I think I don't know if he's completely a sleeper because we talked about him earlier, but. If if I don't think the 49ers would do it, but if I was the 49ers, I would do it, is Collins in the first round. Zayvon Collins, to me, I think should be a top 10 pick. Athletic ability, the way that he reads. I mean, he's 6'3", he's 260-pound linebacker. He can rush the passer, but also play traditional 4'3", outside linebacker. To me, if the 49ers were to draft him and put him with Warner and Greenlaw, and then you would have the flexibility to leave him on the field, in nickel situations, as he could, you know, rush the passer, it just gives you way more flexibility of what you're able to do in scheme. To me, I don't know if he's a sleeper. I don't know how many people actually know who he is because he went to a small school. But I think that he is a top 10 talent that's probably going to go in the 20s, you know, 20 to 30 range, and somebody's going to get a steal of one heck of a player. I'm curious with him because I watched the video that you guys are talking about, and he did look supremely gifted. I'm curious how he runs. At the, because I know they're not having a big combat, but they'll have a pro day, and they'll have. I'm curious what he runs the forty and what he tests agility wise. Do you, if you already know this, share. I don't know it. Oh, I just yeah. have, I just watched him. You know, make you know break away on interceptions and Agreed. stuff, and he looks plenty fast enough. But I think he's one of those. I agree with you that he's going to be a baller in yeah. the NFL. By the way, but I'm speaking of as having you know studied the draft for years, and he played at Tulsa. Um. That I think he's one of those guys that the forty and agility and that stuff might make or break his draft position. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, because I don't think it should be that heavy of a thing. To me, but, I believe they should be talking about him the same way they talked about Isaiah Simmons last year. Ah, wow, that's heavy. I actually like him more than Isaiah Simmons does. That's just my opinion, though. Oh, Jay Ellie is also a Florida State fan. He says, nice. make sure you know. Very, um, very nice. He, so, also, he also said he liked the other edge rusher from Miami as well. I think Phillips. Jalen Phillips. Jalen Phillips or Roche. A lot of people are high on Roche. He said Phillips. Phillips. I love Phillips. Roche, Roche looked. He did look decent in the Senior Bowl. Yeah. The one on ones, he looked fairly good. But you should be looking good on the one on ones if you're a defensive end rush edge rusher sort of guy. 
Uh, I, I don't like him as much as I like Jalen Phillips and Rousseau, though. Jalen Phillips, to me, is more polished as a pass rusher. Correct. His arm over swim move, fantastic. Yeah, his swim is nice. He he is a legit pass rusher. He's the closest thing I've seen uh, as far as hand placement stuff to Bosa in the last couple of years. Nice. By the way, my uh, guy that we're going here is a guy I talked to you about today I'm going to throw out is David Moore from Grambling. Good call. Like he it. is a guard coming from the SWAC conference <laughs> um, out of Grambling. What's funny is their coach was asked at one point during the – obviously they haven't played yet this year. But during the 2019 season – who uh, the you know was David Moore your best lineman? He said David Moore is our best player. That is what he said. He is our best offensive player. Yeah. And if you watch his video, he does have some technique things to show up, but he is heavy handed. When he puts his hands on someone, they move. That's true. And that's what I really like about him. And he also, for his size, he's a big guy. I don't have exact measurements on him right here, but he's a big, strong guy. He gets out on screens and sweeps and stuff. There's several videos you can look it up on YouTube of him pulling out and just flattening poor safeties and corners that yeah. don't see him coming. So that's a guy to look out for. I don't know that he fits the 49er scheme. I don't know that he's a the guy they're going to look at, but it's a, just a guy if you – have played or coached offensive line, you will love his film. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to go with the safety, Richie Grant, the UCF. He's a, really he was a guy great. I was talking to you about earlier. I watched a lot of film on him this week because um, I really couldn't make up my mind. Uh, the more I watched film, the more I fell in love with the guy. He's not so much of a sleeper because he is ranked a little bit higher. He was uh, a guy who was ranked as one of the best safeties in the in college football this year, and he is up there on boards. He's projected usually around round late round two to early round four is where he's falling in most mock drafts. But the reason why he's a sleeper for me is because I feel like he's a first-round talent. I feel like he could be a first-round talent type of guy. The things he can do on the field, how quick he is in space. Uh, a couple clips of him at UCF running down uh, Kenneth Gainwell from Memphis from behind him. Gainwell's a fast dude. Uh, he, he, is, he is a fast dude. You can't deny that he's a fast dude. You can deny it, but I mean, I I question the the uh, the prescription glasses you got on. Right he runs now. all over Tulane. He runs all over Tulane. All right, Tulane has a fairly solid defense. I mean, no, we've, there's we've seen one a, guy. Seen a, well, we've seen a couple of guys. A couple of guys who we like on film of theirs. Um, but no, Richie Grant can kind of do a lot of things. He, he's a he's a hard hitter. He's really good space. He's very he's very physical. He's not a soft guy at all. And you've seen that a lot with the Niners' safeties coming down in the box sometimes as well. Uh, I think he he would fit in well with that group. He might be a good piece to have on special teams as well. Very early in his career, could develop into something nice. Um, the question would just be where he falls and where you could get him at. Because I don't know if you take him in round two. I maybe would consider him in round three if 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 the if it's the right spot. Um, but I I think that he's a very very talented guy. He might be one of the best safeties in this draft. Where do you go again? USF, I apologize. I said UCF. No, no, I wasn't questioning. I, I think, I uh, let me see, I haven't read that. It's UCF, not USF, UCF, UCF. Central Florida. And his name was? Richie Grant. Okay, see, I don't know much about oh, okay. this guy. I, I, thought, I wasn't I'm sure not if he was being serious. <laughs> I wasn't sure if he was being um, serious. Was sarcastic if you guys don't second. know, I don't like skill position players. They're ugly and soft. What about so, what about Shaka Tony? I, yes. You can go ahead. Yes. I yeah. love Shaka Tony. I know I like him too. Shaka when I, Tony. I saw him on my list uh, here. In, in, did he get drafted? 
Yeah, he had to have. I, he probably went around the the late third, early fourth, somewhere in there. That would be my guess. Shaka Tony was giving people problems at the one on one. Yeah, that's the only video I've watched of Shaka Tony so far. I'm gonna be honest, and I didn't watch Penn State this year, but um, obviously during the shortened season, you know, I'm there's twice the games to watch usually, so I probably would have caught them at some point, but. I saw him on those Senior Bowl one-on-ones that I was watching, and that guy was giving people issues. He's another guy. I even have his name written down on my computer to uh, check out game film of after watching this. Absolutely. Did he not get, is he not on there or something? Uh, this is what I mean. It's like this, this is one of those guys who there are some places that have him very high, third round, earlier, and there are some places who have him as like that? an undrafted, a guy who could go undrafted. From where? UCF. Shaka, Tony. I mean, we had to have missed him. I don't think he was taken. He had to have gotten drafted. That I don't guy think he just, was taken. That guy has to go in that, that, There's fourth, no way he went that fourth to fifth round range. I didn't. I don't remember seeing his name, though. Maybe earlier. Maybe he went early. I don't know. But I like him. Shaka, Tony. Yeah, big fan of Shaka, Tony, as well. I, I like him a lot. And the guy from Washington is Tryon. <laughs> yeah, try on. Have you seen film on try on? I have not watched. I have not watched much <sighs> film on. Is if nice? if you like Jalen Phillips, you'll like Joe Tryon. He is a a uh, you know diet coke version as of right now. He's not quite as polished as Jalen Phillips, but he has got some real skills. He he opted out. He didn't play this year, so I think that's why he's not going to be a first rounder. Mm-hmm. But I think any time, any anywhere in the late second, early third, he would be a great value pick, especially in the third round. I remember my playing days. Remember, <laughs> I treasure him. Treasure. Uh, right now, if you guys have any questions, uh, we'll do a little. We'll take about five of them. Any questions that you may have, send them in right now. Um, again, PFF graded us at about a B plus. We felt it was significantly higher than that. Our first two I'll picks, especially, were really good. We'll take the B plus. No Absolutely. Okay, would have gave us an A. I, I Todd, 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 yeah. tell you what, take Gregory Rousseau, pick 12, solid pick, add some depth, <laughs> shores up the D4 situation, be hard-pressed to tell me otherwise. I don't know, though, the what, you know, I'm more and more I look at the depth in this draft, the more and more I'm unsure I would take an edge in the first round. Well, I mean, the only question, <clears throat> like I said, Ojolari, I love, I would take him in the first round, and then after that, you know, it's our it's our guy that didn't make it. You know, from UAB. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think that is the guy that we would have that I ultimately really like. I think he is right now got the Gregory Russo size. He's got athletic ability like that. I think a more value pick than Gregory Russo later on in the draft. So, um, Jay Ellie wants to your Florida State guy wants to know if we have. By the way, Jay Ellie. If you're not subscribed to the channel, hit the button, please. Yeah, please. We put out content all the time. Thank you very much for watching the show. It's been daily. Glad to glad to interact with you. It's been good. Um, do we have any sleeper offensive tackles? Um, with me, I, maybe, I don't know how big of a sleeper he is, but he did go to a small school, is Dylan Radin. Yeah, yes. I know what you're talking about. I think, he, I think he's a guard, though. Well, he played tackle at. He played. I know, North but Dakota you State. saw the Senior Bowl. But correct. I will do also agree with you. Uh, there. D- yeah, but Dylan Raiden's North Dakota State. Um, I'm trying to think. There's a couple that I like. Um, to me, Walker Little's a sleeper late round guy. 
But I don't know. They had him going in the second round on yeah. this. Yeah, I think that tackle's kind of a weak position this year. Yeah. In the draft. Depth-wise, yes. I think if you don't get someone early, then, you know, then you're going to get, like we did, Alaric Jackson later on. That's somebody that is a sleeper for us mm-hmm. that we think that there's value in. Well, and he kind of fits that swing mold where he can play. Yeah, you got, probably play a couple different positions. Right. And you got, what, Cosme from Texas. Yeah, I, and I, I like I but like I, Samuel I Cosby, but I have I have concerns. I have questions, round. and yeah, second round there, I don't I don't take him in the second. Yeah, it's this is a real thin tackle draft, but it's a fairly deep interior draft for line offensive. It is. Line. I think there's more interior, and I think a lot of the tackles are, are going to be guys to that have to translate to inside. Power. Yeah, agreed. I, I don't think this is the year to replace Mike McGlinchey. You know what I mean? I I really don't unless think. you can get your hands on either. Slater or uh, obviously Penesol. I yeah. I mean, I don't know if Slater is really the answer over McGlinchey. I think they're similar. I'm not convinced. That I think Slater either. might still play guard in the NFL. There's a. I I think that's more likely than a lot of people. So he can also play into playing center. Couple other questions. I think that's also a big possibility. Yeah. Megan wants to know if there's anyone in the draft we did that we look back and think maybe we should have reached for. I'm pretty happy with the draft we made, but. I think the only guy that we missed out on that I would have enjoyed having was Kylan Hill. Kylan Hill, and, yeah. And then also Jordan Smith, the, the edge rusher mm. in the fourth round. Oh, or, I think he went in the third. I was kind of expecting him to fall yeah. in the fourth. And but then um, – I, I, per, Personally, Marquez Stevenson, I, I would have liked to have reached I know for. you're really big on him. I, I'm very, very high on Marquez Stevenson. Um, but at, at that spot with how much we would, would have had to have reached for him – Based on how the value and everyone else kind of graded out, and the fact that we took Shy Smith earlier, there was really no need to. Yeah. But he's a guy that you know I, I feel like if you if you're gonna reach for a guy, I feel like he fits in the scheme fairly well. Um, another quick question from our guy Kenny Seeger is that just to guess who is the first free agent? Do you think the 49ers make an offer on? I'm gonna go ahead and assume he means free agent from another team. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um. There's a, you know, I don't think this is the year the Niners in free agency go after major, you know, the big name guys. I think you're going to see what they've been consistent with a lot of maybe under the radar guys that turn out to be bigger deals than they are, like such as K1 Williams. I, that's why I could, um, I could see Or Hyder uh, or guys like that. Maybe I could see them going after Alden Smith, though, too, as well. Um, someone in that kind of mold fits fits that kind of. I think you niche. might see uh, a, if a defensive tackle gets cut, you yeah. might see them go with a you know somebody that they could get that's maybe made some money and go grab them and place put them in there because you know they're probably not going to have the same defensive interior that they had last year. So I could see that being the case. Also, depending on who gets cut from New Orleans, obviously, I think I think everyone is is seeing that there's a couple guys that are former 49ers that will probably be available. Right now, a guy I'm going to put out there, I talked to you about him the other day. I think you were also a pretty fa- much a fan of his, was uh, Alan Bailey. He former chief, former Falcon. He was released by the Falcons. He's a guy that's 6'3", 6'4", 285, 290. He can, he's kind of a poor man's Armstead. Right. Like he can play the outside, and also he's a better pass rusher from the inside. I think he's a guy... I don't think you want him as your number one defensive tackle, but if they can get him on a fairly good contract, if he's your third or fourth defensive tackle, that's a solid guy to bring in off the bench mm-hmm. to rotate your interior guys out with and and maybe get some run on pass rush downs from the inside. Um, 
And then um, Ellie asked about uh, Wake Forest wide receiver Sage Surratt in the mid-round. Sage Surratt. Yeah, Surratt. I like him. He's a good player. He's he's big. I think he lacks top-end speed, but he seems to find a way to get behind people and make plays. Um, Crafty. Yeah, I, I, he's physical, and he breaks tackles. I like him. I think that he would be a value pick in the in the mid-rounds. The question is, do you go receiver fourth round, late third, early you know four when he's going to get drafted? You know, is that the compensatory pick in the third round, him or Tillon Wallace, somebody like that? Or are you waiting like we did until the fifth round when you can get somebody like Shai Smith or even late fourth round with somebody like Amari Rogers? I mean, I, it really just, I guess, is what you're valuing at that point. I Correct. think, what, like you're saying, I agree, is with the Niners and receivers for this draft, it just depends where they feel, feel like it's value for them. Right. Because there's this is another one of those drafts outside of those top. There's a lot of solid receivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I think you first through seventh, you can find a player at receiver. I think last year was the deepest oh, wide receiver draft ever. Oh man! In, ter- in terms of game breaking talent, day one. Oh my god! No, I just think in, overall throughout the entire draft, all seven Look, rounds even, had um, big time players. Your guy from Minnesota that went to. Oh, Tyler Tampa, Johnson. What round did he go in? He went in like the fifth round, I believe. Yeah, I mean, fifth or sixth round. And then you had Darnell Mooney that went in the fifth or sixth uh, round to the Bears, and he had an excellent season. I'm going to tell mm-hmm. you right now, there's years where Tyler Johnson would have been a second-round pick. I think Tyler Johnson was a better or better than Rashad Bateman at Minnesota. So, yeah, I mean, you're not. I don't think you're wrong there. Yeah, I think his game translates better to the NFL as well. I agree. I agree. Uh, I was a little shocked to see the Raiders, the Raiders in our mock draft taking him as early as they took Rashad Bateman. But I agree. They Kenny, just bring back Nelson Aguilar. This is probably like the last question. This will right? be the last one right here from Kenny Seager. Um, Kenny, and once again, thank you all you guys for participating. Yep, absolutely. We appreciate it very much. Hit that subscribe button if you're not subscribed so you can check out more of our videos if you enjoyed this one. Um, Kenny Seager wants to know if the Jets called the 49ers and said, we will send you the two for Bosa straight across. Would you do it? Nope. And I'm going to respond the same as him. Hell to the niz, niz no. no. Not for just the two? No. Yeah, I mean, I think he's worth more than just the two. Yeah. I would be tempted. Uh, listen, I'm not saying I'm not tempted, but I'm going to be tempted for like two seconds before, before I remember that it's Nick Bosa and he's worth more than just one first-round pick. More I, than yeah, just but the now two. you're picking twice. You can replace Nick Bosa with pick 12. That, that I mean, is true. I, I did mean, just buy a Nick Bosa Funko Pop, so prefer, that, prefer that, no. I mean, that complicates things. That is interesting, but I think honestly, I think that I think just a two is not enough for Nick Bosa. But uh, that's my thing. I would be. I would to think do that. about it. I'm thinking. Because I'm thinking. But my my gut. A soul right there. Correct. My I mean, my gut is no. My gut is no. My heart, though, is like, maybe we should Okay, here's, here's something for you. The same thing. Do you trade up for two, and then do you, you drop back a couple spots? You trade Nick Bosa for number two, and then you trade back for somebody that's in need, wanting a quarterback. At 12? And then No, I'm saying at, at two. two. You drop back to, like, three or four. Somebody Someone comes up to get the quarterback. Fields or Zach Wilson. They come up to get their quarterback. You drop back a few spots. And then you stockpile picks, and you just put all of your picks into getting the top players you can get in the first hundred picks of the draft. I mean, you could do that, but I would feel like that is that a team that's it feels like a sell move to me. Is it? It feels. Like is it? Me. If you, want... I'm not saying that it is. I'm just saying it feels like a sell oh, so, move. So you're telling me that if you traded Nick Bosa and you ended up with where's our at least rush? two guys in the first round, Pinay Soul 
and then you've got Gregory Russo. Or you got or and then you pick you drop you, you drop at twelve. From Georgia. You drop at twelve, pick up from Chicago, pick up the extra picks. There you go. All of a sudden you're stockpiling. <sighs> I don't know. That it feels is risky. It feels risky. I like <laughs> I like, <laughs> like JLE's response. Number two is a start um, for Bosa. Um, <laughs> yeah, two is a start. start. So I think we trade the two for Bosa, then trade the two for Joey Bosa. Hey, that's not bad either. No, <laughs> it'd be wild. It would be wild, but we would be stuck with that contract. And I don't know that he's the better Bosa. Nick know. might be better. That's a hefty, hefty contract right there. Uh, Jason Hill says, why did you pick in the first? We won't have a first this year. Deshaun Watson. Jason, I love you. Okay, Jason Hill, what are you giving up for Deshaun Watson? And if you tell me three ones, that's the start, bro. Well, hold on. If it's three if it's three ones, I'm timing Jason out of the chat right now. You're getting, you're getting <laughs> it's got to be more than three ones. They're not taking three ones right now. Really? I, I want to I hear what this is, Jason, because I will I will literally put you in timeout if I it's mean, three ones. I mean, I just don't think it's only three ones. I could ones. call him. We can put him live. Let's, let's, <laughs> we'll save that. We'll save tell, that. Tell Jason, are they going to trade back with Chicago first? Are you going to trade back with Chicago for Jason? You just heard him say Yeah. It. Are you going to trade? If you trade back with Chicago, you might have the firepower to get Deshaun Watson. We we might. J L Ellie says Watson is not happening. We agree with you. Thank you, Kenny. J L most likely yeah. not happening. Thanks, uh, Kenny. We appreciate the support. We appreciate the love. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Smash that thing into oblivion. Hit that notification bell while you're at it as well. That way you get notified every single time we do one of these live streams. Every time we post one of our daily videos at 11 a.m. Every single time our Tuesday and normal Friday episodes that come out at 5:30 p.m. Pacific standard time you don't want to miss any of this great content we are almost halfway to 1k we are absolutely incredible as a token of the appreciation sunday's video is going to be a brand new version of our channel trailer you don't want to miss that it's going to be a lot of fun as well we got great content still coming up the rest of this week as well also. um yeah we our 500 follower Gets to be our 500th follower, so that's, well, that, that's awesome. incredible. You could always say you were 500. We yeah. know who 100 was. That's correct. J.D. Swink, thank that you was. for that. And I think that there's going to be a lot of cool stuff coming up for us, especially as we continue to break down the draft. And as we get into free agency, that's when the 49ers roster is going to take shape. And we're going to be here every single minute of it. Looking forward to uh, all you guys being a part of it. And I... I'm so glad that we had everyone on the chat. It was fun. I enjoy doing the live streams. Yeah, yeah real quick. Um, for the people we know for sure that were on it, Megan, Rob, Jay Ellie, Kenny Seeger, um, Matt Rieger, Jason Hill, Ryan Ono. Caleb. The Burgoses. Caleb, Mike, Mike and Matt, Matt Burgoses. Yep. All you guys, thank you very much for being on and thank you for participating. If you wa just watched, we can't see your names right now, but thank you very much as well yeah, for absolutely. participating. Big time. Uh, this was great. It was a lot of fun. I think these live streams are going a whole heck of a lot better and smoother than we all anticipated they were going to go. Number two in, it feels like we've been doing this for quite some time. We really enjoy it. We enjoy interacting with you. We enjoy the dynamic. It's a lot of fun for us. Like, like Horst said a few episodes back, if we weren't doing this, we would just be doing this. We'd be doing this camera. without the camera. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So for us, this is this is the same. We're really comfortable in this setting and the scenario. We're comfortable with all of you. We hope you enjoy. We hope to see you again on the next one uh, tomorrow, eleven a.m. Special video releasing. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yep, definitely. Make sure you check it out.
And guys, you know what time it is? Let's chalk another one up.